there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that wonderful, magical place where all things geeky and nerdy come together to carve out a delicious frozen treat in the Snoopy snow cone machine of faith. So here we are around the table. My name is Tony T. I'm going to be your happy host for the next few minutes. With me, as always, is the bearded bard of incomparable tenacity, Stevo Supremo. Bang rang, everybody. You are the worst. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it starts. We're 30 seconds in and it starts. Incomparable, already. not incompetent. <laughs> Steven, Jackie just loves hating on me. Well, That's like her favorite thing in the world. It, it, it is the spiritual gift that Paul forgot to mention. <laughs> uh, seated across the table is the paragon of jest and jocularity, the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. I don't even know how many sides are in a paragon. <laughs> More than eight. <laughs> More than eight. Parallelogon. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Does anyone have the gift of interpretation? What did you call me? <laughs> Sitting across from me right now is the razor-petaled rose of wisdom and war, Jessica Terror. And the other half of the twins is the spirited sprite of sassiness and spunk and occasional saltiness. Towards Steven. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Jackie. And uh, over in the booth, waiting to see how this one turns out, looking <laughs> looking onwards, like, what's he going to say? <laughs> the uh, new member of the PlayStation Network today. Yay! Yay. Did you buy a PlayStation? <laughs> no. Guys, no. No. <laughs> no, but I'm tired of him playing on my game accounts. He goes, why? Mm. Now people are going to think you're good at Tetris. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, Shade. shut up. Uh, I have a less comfortable couch if you want to keep going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the reserved but renowned genius of all things sight and sound, Nick, the engineer. Hello. There he is. Oh, broke my heart. I was over hey, howdy, hey. Hey, howdy, hey. It's coming one day. One day. It's it's coming. It's been it's been prophesied. Please do it for my birthday, Nicholas. When's your birthday? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Uh, and tonight we have a, uh, a special guest with us here in the Squared Circle. Um, you guys will get to know him. Uh, some of you have met him already and spent some time with him, but he is new to the Nerd of God cast. Uh, a very talented man, a man of God, and a man of infinite creativity. Uh, our guest, EJ Nieves. What's going on, everybody? It's Mr. Nieves, a.k.a. Official Ness, in the building. Oh, I love that wow. you, you already have, like, a, a sign-on. <laughs> there it was. That's what I say in my videos for the Renaissance Nerds. It just naturally comes out. That he is makes good. us cool. I like to change my <laughs> intro. Nobody <laughs> makes us cool. I said bang, I said bangerang, and he comes out with that. Yeah, <sighs> now, get, not with the weather. Partly cladded today. High in the upper 90s with him. <laughs> sorry. Watch out, uh, EJ. It just comes out natural. I'm sorry. That's yeah. good. It was. It, there was a flow to it. That Nieves. News made me, <laughs> it made me all a tingle. Uh, EJ, tell us a little about yourself, man. You you threw a lot of words out there. Now tell us what they mean. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know, Mr. <laughs> I have kind of like a dual personality thing going on with me. So Mr. Nieves is, uh, for example, on my Instagram is my personal account. So uh, my name is EJ Nieves, but I was a teacher for like five years, middle school art teacher. So kids call me Mr. Nieves or Mr. N for short. Official Ness is my art name or my tag name, and uh, when I get down and do the creative stuff on Canvas and video, I go by Ness, and that's a little bit about me. I've been uh, doing art for a very long time, professionally for about five years, but for fun and hobby all my life. Tell me what, you, you use the word renaissance nerds. What is a renaissance nerd? Uh, 
I guess the Renaissance nerd is funny. Uh, we made up the name, and um, even ourselves, when we talk about the name, we kind of go, well, when people ask us what do we really mean by it, but I think I just kind of think about uh, taking nerddom to a, to a, a Renaissance-esque type level where we're just kind of changing and trying to reformulate how people look at nerds That's and nerddom. Awesome. Now, uh, I'm going to ask the question again. You went, like, very deep and philosophical. I'm seriously asking, like, what is the Renaissance nerds? Oh, okay. Like, explain it to me like I, like I don't know oh, what it my, is. Okay, my bad. <laughs> no, uh, the Renaissance nerds, it's actually four of us. It's myself, another guy named Larry himself. Then uh, His another, name is Larry himself? Yes, like, the, his tag right. name is Larry himself. Right. Uh, and then, because we like to go by our Instagram names and just kind of push you know, the Instagrams. Uh, and then another one is uh, Bombay Customs. And then uh, last but not least is a World of Comics. His name is Gamma Castillo. It's four of us. We get together. We do uh, live paintings at conventions and shows and events. Uh, you know, we kind of have like a booth set up and we like to meet people. We have these videos that we have on YouTube. So we just kind of try to push uh, nerd culture out there. We do unboxings. We do the live painting at cons and uh, we just talk all things nerd culture. Very, very cool. We love it. We're a big fan. I'm sure that you will fit in very well Thank here. You. Anybody feel like the entire first part of this show has been EJ promoting himself and all the different <laughs> things? Like, I feel like we should do better. at the, we're, Did I even say the name of the show? I have an Instagram. I don't even know. It's go by also. It's Steven Salisbury. <laughs> mine all mine is Nefer Say Nefer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so people can follow you guys. I feel man. bad. I'm like, oh, I, did I? <laughs> this is the Nerd of God cast, guys. Thank you for listening. We have a theme song. Hey, we don't have a theme song, so you got to be. Yeah, there we go. Our Jack videos come on, and it's just like, hey, we're the nerds. We're the Renaissance nerds. <laughs> well, thank you for being with us today, EJ. You're for those welcome. of you guys that want to connect with the Nerd of God cast, you can hang out with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog online at nerdofgodcast.com or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to chat with you, to interact with you, and to exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Uh, in fact, one of the things that we started doing this week that is brand new is uh, we, I put out a thing called a drive time devotion this week. Uh, mm. I was I had to drive to pick Sunny up at uh, college this uh, past week and it, her class got canceled. Like, come pick me up, okay? So I went and uh, on the way back, I just started thinking about the Lord and I was like, hey. I just want to do this real quick. So I dropped out uh, just a real quick drive time devotion. I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, it got a good reaction on the line. And we I think they had like 12 people watch it. So that's nice. pretty good for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Mom, thank you. Uh, <laughs> rocking that refresh button. And Blake. <laughs> so, no, but it, we had a good time. And it's just a, it's a fun way to communicate the truth of the gospel. So uh, we'll look for some more videos coming from your friends at the Nerdy Godcast soon on the YouTube. Tube. Um, EJ, you mentioned going to the cons and doing stuff. Now, you guys, the Renaissance nerds and yourself personally, you're coming from a, a position of faith and, and, and Christianity. That's, yeah. that's part of your uh, what, what you put out there. Tell me what your experience has been like with, with con culture, going in there as a Christian, as a believer. Um, obviously, that, that's an environment that can sometimes be a little contrary to. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not necessarily in step with. You know, church life. Yeah, it's a whole different world. Uh, hey, hey, tell me what you what you've experienced. Uh, man, it, man, I'm. It's funny because I I was nervous, and you know, when I get questions like that, it's like, well, all right, let's let's do this. Um, for me, is it's it's been challenging. Uh, it, I'm not gonna def, you know I'm not gonna say it's easy, but it, it's been challenging. I will say in the very beginning though, because I was 
I was kind of scared, you know, really pushing my faith out there in, in a way in in a culture like that, that I knew a lot, a lot of people that would come to the booth, maybe didn't either want to talk about God, talk about Jesus. Um, and so what I ended up finding out was that my, my name, uh, my name is Ness. Um, and so Ness stands for no eye has seen and is based off of first Corinthians two nine. So what I ended up finding out after about a year or so of starting, and I've been doing a professor for about three years, but after about a year of just kind of figuring out how to talk to people, I guess, about my faith in the booth or just around the con, they would ask me what my name stood for, uh, stood, you know, for, and I would just kind of share with them what it was, and that would start that conversation going. Um, so it's been interesting, you know, the culture, there's, there's a lot of um, different cultures out there, and I guess I'm just trying to be really careful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of, you know, treading on this ground just because I know that there's so many different cultures out there. And um, sometimes the beliefs of those particular cultures uh, can be either contradictory of, of the scriptures or, you know, our faith in Jesus Christ. And so I've had a lot of opportunities to have conversations with people, um, some about the culture in itself or them just asking me specifically about my faith. Right. Um, and so it's been good. It's been it's definitely been a roller coaster ride. Where but do you I, find the uh, where do you find the common grounds between people of, of different faiths, beliefs, backgrounds, or or no beliefs at all uh, in, in that circle in that community? Where do you find we that we can experience commonality? I find it in community. Um, you know, con culture I think is is really cool because you have you know you you have the con itself. So the con itself is like an umbrella and it houses a lot of different people. Uh, whether you're coming with with your family and hanging out, uh, taking pictures of cosplayers. Then you have people that lightly cosplay. Then you have professional cosplayers. Uh, then you have artists. Then you have artists that have, you know, built a name for themselves and, and, you know, either are guests uh, at these shows or, you know, they're, they're traveling all over the United States. Um, and so with all those different types of, of people there, whether they're a celebrity or a cosplayer or just a, you know, a family member that's just going to a con for the very first time, one of the things that I, I find myself and that I talk to people about is community and the unity within that culture that everybody that's inside of that particular you know, convention or inside of this, this box, if you will, they're all there for one reason. Um, and they're there to support the superheroes, villains that they love, um, the, the fandoms that they love. Uh, the movies that they love and and ultimately for me i guess the, the middle ground is community sure. that there's a community aspect to it and and when they're in there i don't know what it, what is like growing up for you guys as nerds in in school if that mm -hmm. was something that you ever teased about or or made fun of for no jessica you say no i was never teased for i mean no? i was usually either the at least in elementary school i was either the first or second in the class hmm. And then I was always friends with the band kids. I did chess club, student council, all that stuff in middle and high school. All right. I read a lot of comic books and played a lot of video games in school. And I remember getting teased for that a lot. I remember in seventh grade being called Batman, and it wasn't a compliment. I, I, don't, I, don't, I can't even imagine a world where someone would call me Batman, and I wouldn't be like, that's right. What's up? <laughs> What's up? I, got, I got made fun of in school pretty much for whatever I did. So whether it was for being a nerd or wanting to be a rapper or whatever, I got made fun of regardless. You still get made fun of for wanting to be a rapper. Just, just Listen, it's kind of a, a yeah, it's sort of a, a hallmark for your personality. Oh, dad gum, <laughs> gum. Every time you say dad gum, you owe Nick a quarter from now on. Uh, but I find uh, <laughs> I find that when you go to the cons, and and it's still a newer thing for me. Mm -hmm. In the past, I would go just to sort of buy action figures and check out cosplayers and see the different things. But uh, since we've started the Nerd of God cast, and I've kind of gone out there and, and started to look at it as a mission field yeah. uh, with intentionality, 
I see that that these are kids and these are young people. These are even adults that want to go and not have to feel weird about liking anime or like or want to dress up like a superhero. And they go to this place and as out there as they want to get, they're totally at home. Yep. They're totally accepted. They're totally included. People will celebrate them. Um, there are times when you kind of want to see somebody and, and the temptation is to want to make fun of them and go, wow, that's really crazy. And that's not the way they're received. They're received uh, with with kind of adulation of, wow, you know, go for it, you know, be yourself and do this thing. And I'd, I'd like to think that that's something that the church should be trying to go for. We should be aspiring to is that level of acceptance. Just let, you know, well, some people are going to come in and they're going to go all out and some people are going to come in and they're just going to be passive and quiet and shy. And that's OK. Uh I think that that's that's one of the things that I've I've experienced with some of the people that we've met at cons. We've even had Christians that will come up to us full cosplay gear uh, after we do one of our panels and we're we're talking about the Lord. I mean, we don't we don't you know sugarcoat it or anything like that. We're talking about Jesus in the frame of video games, in the frame yeah. of anime, Neon Genesis Evangelion, or something like that. And we're talking about it in the in the light of Scripture. And people will come up and they'll say, you know, I was raised in church and and I've never seen how these two parts of my life can come together. I come here to feel accepted and I, I hang my head because I go, you should be able to feel accepted just as you are, as weird as you are, as quirky as you are in church. And uh, last uh, last Wednesday night, we had a service and one of our uh, one of our leaders got up and they made a uh, it seemed a little long, uh, but it was they made comments about their football team winning the game and how they yeah my football team went out and did this thing this weekend uh, sports ball raw and <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what they were talking about I don't know I don't care I mean I, I get that sports is a thing it's just it's not my thing and I'm thinking I wonder if I got up in church and I said hey guys. How do you like this? The newest issue of Iron Man when Tony started, <laughs> people would just be like looking at you like, "What are you talking about, nerd? Uh, why is it okay in our culture to make things like sports or things like uh, TV shows, reality shows, such a big deal, but it's still downplayed and it's still marginalized if you're talking about comic books or video games or movies? When I promise you, more people watched Avengers than yep. watched the football game last weekend. Well, more people have seen Star Wars than have seen, you know, I don't know. I, I, don't, I still don't understand why nerd culture is somehow put on a, on a, on a thin strip. I think um, recently it hasn't been as thin of a strip. I feel like it's become more accepted than it has um, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like ever since, um, I mean, I feel like Iron Man kind of started it, yeah. the movie. Which Marvel's like, done a remarkable yeah, job yeah. at making like, him acceptable. So to where it's like now it's not as weird to talk about those things. Sure. To see and find people who are really into comic books and video games. That's true. Things like that. Like most of my coworkers that I've had and, um, I mean, people that I just interact with on campus at Valencia, they're like, oh, you're into Zelda because I wear a Zelda shirt. And they're Love like, man, like, Love this it. is great. And it's just complete strangers, and it's just a lot more accepted. I personally have never been bullied for liking. Do you think it? Do you think it's because the kids 
and I'm, I'll I'll take the the lead on this one. But do you think that because kids of my generation and maybe the ones the the kids from Stranger Things that were playing Dungeons and Dragons in the early '80s that they're the adults now and they're the ones that are making a decision? And to it's not like oh the kids that play video games are just those weird kids that you know stay in the basement all day long. But now they're the adults. The adults have grown up playing games. Now they can sit on the couch and play games with their kids. They can go back and play Super Mario Brothers with their kids as they're growing up. So they're it's not just this weird thing that weird antisocial kids do it's now what we do you know we we are the generation that grew up where superhero movies were a thing and it wasn't just this weird strange marginalized kids thing but it was for everybody i think there's a lot to be thankful for i would like to see that happen and i guess this is sort of a throwback to the old episode drowning in the mainstream that we did from season one but i'd like to see that happen where christianity has that same kind of shot where you know, I'm always I'm always thinking of I want to say it's in the book of Judges, and there arose another generation that knew not you know they they forgot they they the knew generation came that didn't know no that was the Pharaoh oh. they didn't know God they forgot about God they forgot the promises of God they forgot the word of God and I'm always afraid that man are what what happens to the church in 20 years are, are we going to be the ones that are sharing that faith so I want to I want to see the church culture uh, not compromise on the word but also adopt a stance that makes what we have shine as bright as it's supposed to instead of be clouded behind, I don't know, what what we want to call our culture, church culture, as opposed to Christ culture. But anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> final thoughts? Anything on that? No? Here, here. Here, here. We want to go to a con. That's one of the things that we, we would be interested in doing as our podcast. I've seen other podcasts at cons, and yeah. they go out there and do it. I have no idea what we would do there other than just to meet people. Get the word out, play some games, you know, different things like that. Sell yeah. lots of shirts. Cosplay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Sure. So. We have to do a group cosplay. I will be Dustin from Stranger Things. Jackie can be. I thought I was going to be Dustin. I'm not shaving my head. I'll gladly knock either of your teeth out if it, if it helps. I mean, I have an idea. What you got? I could throw it out there. I, I think a booth would be amazing. You know, you got your banner out there, and then another thing, have like uh, maybe like three or four different backdrops that nice. you kind of switch out maybe every hour to let cosplayers come in or anybody come in with their family to take a picture in front of, and you could just minister to them while they're getting a picture taken. Or even, All right. That's a good idea. Good and idea. Stole it. Called it. We, we, <laughs> give, them, we give them a card yep. with our uh, with our website on it yep. and they get the picture from the website yeah exactly yeah. boom he, he just ripped off my say cheese orlando.com <laughs> yes but it's a good idea though yeah. <laughs> i was ripping off a couple idea. years ago we did a thing with our college group where we we gave everyone an hour and whatever resources they had they couldn't use anything that they didn't have to create an outreach project nice so what we did is uh, all we had was i had my laptop and we had a camera so we went down to waterford lakes uh, out in orlando and um I created a real quick, cheesy little website, just a stupid little HTML website, and I bought the domain name saycheeseorlando.com. So we printed up these little cards that said saycheeseorlando.com, and we went down where people were out going to the movies, and they were going out having dinner, and we just took big group pictures. This was kind of before the days of cell phone, you know, before the days of Instagram, and uh, we gave them these cards and just let them go we'll take pictures and just download them from here and uh, i think we put in all of the file names we put like a scripture or something like that but it was just a, a little outreach thing that we did it was fun i remember doing that but that's a good idea that's a great idea and uh and again we just stole it so yeah, uh, yeah. delete that Do whole it. part where he said that idea <laughs> and we'll just make it seem like it was our idea uh we would like to go to a con i know that those things especially the larger cons are not cheap 
yeah. uh, to, to set your stuff up out there. So if you would like to help us make this dream a reality, uh, go online. You can visit us at nerdogodcast.com. Click on support us and you can visit our Patreon page where you can make a financial gift that will help us to make all of these ministerial dreams come true. So thank you so much, EJ. Have you guys been uh, watching anything, playing anything? Nick, you've been playing uh, a little Need for Speed on the PS4 today. Uh, what have you guys been into this week? Anything new? Anything yeah. fun? Yeah. Yeah. Lots and lots of Idris Elba on Netflix. I don't like that you rubbed yourself <laughs> while you said that. Every time he, he did that earlier. I was like, what is that all weird about? Like, like, you did it earlier. He rubbed his chest okay. lovingly and smacked it and said, Idris Elba. Yeah, it was sort of a weird, like, Tarzan meets gold dust kind of thing. <laughs> was, what really bothered me was he just stared in my eyes as he did it. There's the gold dust part. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, okay, anybody done anything that's not worth uh, rubbing themselves over? I have been doing two things. What? I've been uh, reading. They're both old, so they're not really new. I've been uh, reading Alex Ross's Justice. Uh, which I'm loving because I love Alex I Ross. I love Alex Ross. Uh, I have also been uh, reading the first draft of the Back to the Future script. That's weird. Uh, it is weird. And I'm really glad they did a second draft because yeah, it's know, not I, very good. I, I just felt a weird urge to do this the other day. So I downloaded the old script, the James Cameron Spider-Man script. Oh, nice. If you ever get a chance oh, to read my, I have that the James Cameron too. Spider-Man script. That's huh. a thing? It, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. James Cameron had the rights for a while to make a Spider-Man movie. What? Just lift your hands and say hallelujah, 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 <laughs> that it Sam didn't Raimi. happen because it was, what would, what would Charles Barkley call it? Terrible. Terrible. T-R-B-L-E. <laughs> terrible. It was so, it's terrible. so bad. I think I've read through the first three pages 12 times. I don't know. that I, I can't get past it. Does he go to the planet and meet a bunch of blue symbiotes? You, no. You have the chief antagonist is Dr. Octopus. Okay. And okay. his and his mumbling, bumbling lab assistant Wiener. <laughs> That's Doctor Octopus's <laughs> catchphrase. Uh, Doc Ock's catchphrase is "Okie dokie." Wait, this is Titanic. James <laughs> this is Avatar. <laughs> this is the highest grossing films of all time. Two James Cameron. I mean, you know what's weird? I can only think of the, the one, Spider-Man one of the- ride. Doctor Octopus. Hokey dokey. Give me the sinister syndicate. Hokey dokey. But I can only I can only read it in the voice of Reverend Jim Ignatowski from from Taxi. Christopher Lloyd. Hokey dokey. I can only I can only read it like that. It's so bad. I really encourage you to look online. And just read through it. Oh, just pick man. a random page and read it, and try to imagine any. Put Toby McGuire, put Kirsten Dunst, put whoever you want to in it. Put Andrew Garfield, put any actor you want, um, and just imagine them reading those lines of dialogue, and your brain will implode. <laughs> uh, it's it's really really terrible. Uh, my son and I found this show the other day, and we started watching it. We're unpacking stuff in the new house. So I'm throwing stuff on Netflix, and uh, we had a really nice little. Let's sit down and watch this show. Uh, the it's on uh, the American Bible Challenge. Oh, I know that show. It's uh, hosted. It's a game show hosted by Jeff Foxworthy. Oh yeah, yeah. and that it's uh, sounds cool. It's it's a, it's an interesting little show. And uh, what caught my attention was they they have teams of three, three teams of three that compete against each other, and if they win, they get money that goes towards their church or their charity or whatever it is. And uh, it, it's a pretty pretty interesting little thing. They kind of do some background stories on the people, so there's a little human interest aspect to the show. So you kind of feel bad for the kids. Oh wow, those kids were really stupid, and they got sent home, and they were trying to raise 
raise money for the American Cancer Society because their nana has cancer, and they don't get any because they're stupid. Is it only for kids? No, no, they're not kids. They're, oh. they, they're, like, they, he was playing against like these two girls and their grandma, and then these ladies from a food pantry. Uh, it was. So I mean, could we go on there and then raise money for the? I don't. Podcast? I don't hey. know that I it's still. I don't think a it's thing. still on. Oh, I don't know if it's still I on. I hope not. it would be. But it is on Netflix, and uh, it's is worth it a really? watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were watching, and on one of the episodes, they had a um, they had a category called "Word of the Lord of the Rings." Then <laughs> <laughs> they asked these three questions, and you kind of had to buzz in and, and decide if this was a quote from Lord of the Rings or if it was a quote from the Bible. You lazy bones. <laughs> so I, I did. I, I look at the end. <laughs> Christian's like, "Why are you pausing the show?" I'm like, "I'm writing these down." <laughs> so these are not mine. These were uh, written by the writers of American Bible Challenge and indirectly written by J.R.R. Tolkien and or God. So um, right. I will I will lead the, the, them to you. There are three of them. So uh, if you think you got it, let's let's see what you think. Okay. <clears throat> Number one, the journey doesn't end here. Death is another path, one that we all must take. My first thought is Lord of the Rings. Buzz. So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna discuss. <laughs> Ding down. Who says Lord of the Rings? I do. I think I, it's Lord of the Rings, but I'm gonna say say Bible. I say Bible too. All right, uh, that was spoken by Gandalf. In Lord of the <laughs> well, Rings. That's what I thought. That was the first oh, time. I'm like, the, okay, that seems too book easy. Book of Gandalf, right? Yeah. Gandalf ten ten. Then, I want to read it in the voice. Please don't. Please don't. Then they made two more gold rings and attached them to the corner of the shoulder pieces. That is from the Bible. That's the Bible. That's from the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> Definitely from the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds Levitical. That's from number seventeen nine. <laughs> Somebody look up number 179 right now. I just want to know. I do it. I got it. Okay. I'll give you the next one while you're looking it up. Even darkness must Oh, pass. that's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> A new day will come. Actually, and when the sun shines. It'll shine out the clearer. It will shine out the clearer. Sorry, I, I love that. Actually, that's so, the so that's Revelation. You uh, said num- number number seventeen. Nine. That is uh, that is spoken by the sidekick from Lord of the Rings, Samwise Gamgee. True hero, Sam. When Moses brought all the staffs out from the Lord's presence, he showed them to each of the people. Each man claimed his own staff. Each I man had it first. Claim so your staff. I read it. So it was a fun show. It's a cute show. The the questions, they go like this. The first couple rounds, you're playing it. You're going, I am a Bible genius. <laughs> and then the last round, you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's it's really tough, but it, it has a fun vibe. It it, it kind of feels a little bit like um, Sunday School meets uh, Family Feud. So uh, check it out. It's cute. Than a fifth grader. It's a little <laughs> bit like that. Um, and it's Jeff Foxworthy, so you gotta you gotta like that. You might be a Sunday School teacher. <laughs> I can't do Jeff Foxworthy. That was no. Uh, apparently, it's pretty good. Um, you guys know what time it is? It's time to play a game. Oh, Neff, awesome. what do you got oh, for us tonight, man? I didn't know if oh, it was okay. gonna be. News or snack? There's so many times on the show. I know there are so many different times. <laughs> I need to watch. We can have time warp. <laughs> it's just a jump to the left. Neff, what you got for us, buddy? Oh, is this and a buzzer hurts. game? Yes, this is a buzzer game. All right, right. so uh, we are going to pull out our amazing answer buzzers brought to you by Learning Resources. The right buzzers. Here. I don't know best, who's best. is who's. Mine is purple. All right, Neff. I am stepping out of this game. Uh, Nick and I will be casual bystanders. You can be like tiebreaker. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is called the name mashup name game. Name pending. Are all your games name pending? <laughs> how, how empty would that name have been without the word name? Wait, Neff, what's the name of your game? Name mashup name game name pending. I like that name. And patent pending. And patent pending. <laughs> 
All right, I'll give you an example. Uh, I'll say a, a thing, kind of like Jeopardy. I'll be like, this Secretary of State has only one question for you. Turn down for what? And the answer would be little John Kerry. Mm. Oh my gosh. Oh okay. man. Mm. Isn't this the same as the last yeah, game that you did? No, 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 It's no. similar. So, like, they'll I be, enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not saying it's The Millennium Balkans. They'll have a word in oh, the, yeah. the, they'll be connected by one word. But they're names. So it's before uh, and after. What they should all be names. The name of the game is the name game, name game, game, name. Name pending. Name pending. Name pending. All right, question number one. Okay. This great white whale wrecks ships when he's not sweeping chimneys for Mary Poppins. Who oh. is Moby Dick Van Dyke? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of it. Which his name is actually Bert. Why did you have to answer that in the form of a question? Because he said it was Jeopardy. No. <laughs> it's a default setting on me, okay? <laughs> can I can I change the default setting? No. Okay. Alright, next question. Uh, this four-time NBA MVP won the 2016 NBA Finals and the 15th presidency. Jackie's microphone is off. It is? Are you kidding me? That's why. Okay. Sorry. I can still hear because there's like so many mics in this one little area. Everybody check your microphone to make sure that there's Uh, an LED display on it. I had so many good things I turned everybody's mic on. Is her battery dead? Nope. Nope. It's full. Oh. Oh. Alright. Did you say anything important so far? Yes. She had a couple. <laughs> she had a couple skills. Yeah. I didn't I hear. But you know what? It's not as awesome. I called you a genius, Nick. I called you a genius. I was genius. gonna say something, but now I know why your dad never watches this show. Thanks. Oh. Watch the Thanks, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was on the. He was on Facetime with his mom and dad today, and he's like, "I still haven't watched your show." And his mom's like, "It's a. You don't watch it. You listen to it." <laughs> it's an audio dad. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why I felt like I felt like going Hank Hill for your dad. <laughs> I don't know why, Nicholas. I haven't watched your program yet. <laughs> You don't watch it, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was the second question again? Sorry, question number two. Jackie, you can play now. <laughs> All right, cool. This four-time NBA MVP won the 2016 NBA Finals and the 15th presidency. What? Was LeBron James Madison? I no. No. James Madison a president? LeBron James Buchanan? Yes. No, no, I, I, I couldn't think of the last name. Game right now. James, James Madison, Madison was during the War of 1812. Okay, well, I, that was the only like historical name I could think of was James Madison. All right, Alan Alan be right before Abraham Lincoln. I know, well, I know that. All right, number three. This character watches her father Atticus defend an innocent man while trying to sell you cookies. Nope. I put my buzzer down for that one. I don't like this name. What is Scout? Girl Scout? I mean, Girl Scout. Last name. Oh, Girl Scout Finch. Finch. Oh, yes. I was say I can steal it because I know the last name. That <laughs> is correct. All right, number four. Wait, I thought that wasn't her name Jem. Yeah, but they called her Scout. Oh, okay. Her name was Jean Louise, by the way. Jem was just a hologram. Dang it, you, you dirty rat. <laughs> okay, proceed. Number four. This Seinfeld actor stars in musical uh, music. It's the name game name. This Seinfeld actor stars in a musical about nothing. 
Well, nothing but one of our founding fathers, sir. What is James Alexander Hamilton? No. Sorry, Jason Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> That's what I meant. I wasn't James. I meant Jason. Wait, wait, wait. Jackie's Jackie. Uh, what is Jason Alexander Hamilton? That is correct. Did hey. you know the first guy's no, name? No, I did not. Daggummit. <laughs> oh, I said Nick, the wrong that's name. a quarter. <laughs> I said the wrong name. Yes, you did. I was so focused on Jason. And everybody heard you say it. Alexander Hamilton. Triggered. I've had the I've had the song Alexander Manilton going through my head all day. Just so Bruce Wayne. Just Bruce No Wayne. singing, Stephen. All right. Next question. This governor of New Jersey played the unexplainably attractive wife of Gary Gergich in Parks and Rec. Who is Chris Christie Brinkley? That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that was Stephen. EJ, is your buzzer working? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> man, so no. this game is kind of difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of watching. That. I know, I know. <laughs> it's I'm having a good time. It's easy to get caught up in the wonder of it, right? Yes, the, the it splendor. Is. I'm like, whoa. I'm so mad about Jason Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. What do you mean, James Alexander Hamilton? That happens to me all the time. I'm still stuck on LeBron James Madison. And I knew that. Uh, it's James it's Buchanan. A, it's I know that. I'm still stuck on LeBron James Alexander Hamilton. That was going to be you or me. LeBron James Alexander James. I'm going to name my kid that. LeBron, LeBron James, James Alexander Hamilton <laughs> Neff. Neff. Bless you. Neff's birth certificate doesn't look like a Hall of Presidents. <laughs> 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 Next question. <laughs> this is my daughter, <laughs> Bush Obama Neff. <laughs> and her sister. <laughs> yeah, good, good job. We're good job. Sister. Don't you ever. Hillary, don't you ever. Hillary Garfield don't you ever Neff. hit your broken down <laughs> wagon. Kid, you have to stop. <laughs> Like next, next question. <laughs> the captain of the Starship Enterprise likes to sing modern gospel in his spare time. I got Jessica. Jessica goes first. Who's James T. Kirk Franklin? That is correct. James T. Kirk. <laughs> what does the T stand for, Jessica? Tiberius. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. With a little ring-a-ding. <laughs> All right. The Dark Knight's alter ego is a mild-mannered playboy who sings and is a regular on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Who's Bruce Wayne Brady? Oh, that guy. That is correct. Man. <laughs> I don't know. Dang it, I forgot else. Wayne Brady's name. You need to get second. paid for this. I was saying, she's what? a beast, I mean, right? I was focusing Man. on Bruce and not the Wayne. <laughs> Can we get, she needs to go on a game show for us. I've tried Jeopardy. She, she auditions for Jeopardy every Anybody, really? Anybody else want to play this? <laughs> No. I tried to get James Alexander. <laughs> yeah, but you don't get him right. That's the only problem. All right, next. <laughs> oh! You're right. Shade. Next question. Uh, this nerdy. Well, you're right. Well, you're right. <laughs> you're not well, wrong. Well, you're right. You're right. This nerdy Daily Bugle photographer plays the annoying girlfriend of Lex Luthor in Superman Returns. With Peter Parker Posey? That is correct. And that's so much fun to say. Peter Parker Posey. Posey. I love alliteration. Back to back, 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 back. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you got a room for rink. I don't. Wait, wait I don't wait, do a Popeye. Of that I do an Uncle Joey from Full House version of Popeye. That's the best. Cut it in out. A, wait, wait. What was the second half of that question? Because I totally misunderstood. Okay, Par Parker Posey played yes. Lex Luthor's girlfriend in, in Superman Returns. Okay, that's why. My mind went to Man of Steel. That's why I was like. That makes no sense. What about Amy Adams? Sorry, I forgot the Parker Posey was in there. But Amy Adams wasn't Lex Luthor's girlfriend, and Lex Luthor wasn't in Man that. of Steel. I know that, but oh, that's where my mind Steven. went to. Oh, Lay back down. It's been a long day. Let's go. All right. This Wham! singer 
also is the manager of an Ohio branch of a paper company. George Michael Scott. That is correct. I got one. That's what Steven's going to name his son on the board. George Michael Scott. George Michael. George Michael Scott Salisbury. (laughs) This actor played a Jurassic Park hacker and Michael Jordan's assistant in Space Jam while driving a talking Pontiac Firebird Trans Am. I don't know the actor's What's his name? Say it one more time. Yes. Wait, wait, I think I might. I think I might. You gotta ring in, EJ. This actor played a Jurassic Park hacker and Michael Jordan's assistant in Space Jam while driving a talking Pontiac Firebird Trans Am. Who is Tony knows this one? Who is Michael Knight Rider? No. Is it Wayne Knight Rider? Yes. Ah. I knew Wayne. I didn't know the did name. Did he say Wayne Knight Rider? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I might have. Wayne Knight Rider. This is serious. <laughs> we have to help him. We have to help him. Uh, I wanted to call him Dubin so badly, but. <laughs> Next question. This race car driver hosts several cooking shows, such as Master Chef, and tells people their food is raw. Jessica's going to win this game anyway, so I trust. I forgot his name, but I should know it. Oh, come on, you guys. I, well, I can't think of I wish name. I had a buzzer. Tony, do you know this? Of course take, I know it. Take mine. Take mine. Go for it, Tony. Jeff Gordon Ramsay. Thank that you. is correct. I forgot Gordon Ramsay. I was like... I don't watch NASCAR. It's kind of Australian. That's why I got confused. You don't have to watch NASCAR for Jeff Gordon. You just have to watch Pepsi commercials. Exactly. Uh, that's that's true. True. Everyone knows who Jeff Gordon is. He's but I NASCAR's forget about him because I don't care. I would have gone with like Flash Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah that would have been... Mm. Yeah. In another universe. Another game. This, this, <laughs> this uh, Jets quarterback. <laughs> Sorry, Nev. Nev, how many more do we have? Two. Okay. Aww, I wish there was like seven. Shut up, Steven. <laughs> no more for you. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> this former president strategically runs an amusement park in Tampa full of animals and roller coasters. That's George Bush Gardens. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> George, right. Sorry, George W. Bush Gardens. <laughs> I think this, this, is the la- this is the last question. All right. This country singer is on the road again. This time to be the greatest leader of South Africa. It was Willie Nelson Mandela. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't call it a comeback for nothing. That's still know. one. Still one. Wait, how? That's how are we keeping score? I probably lost. My second <laughs> Fantastic game. And this Neff. has been name, mashup, name, game, name, pending. <laughs> name, name, name. What's in a name? All right, let's pack these buzzers away. And while we do this, I would like for you to begin preparing yourself emotionally for a journey to a strange, faraway place. Am I going to cry? Yes, most likely. I cried. Somebody insulted my game. (laughs) Twice. I'm salty. During the game. Do I get to throw something at Steve I just want to see if Steve, yeah. Did I tell you to get rid of that thing that you were going to throw? I still have it. Yeah, I can I can make it into a, a just keep iron it, fist. Keep it at the ready. <laughs> like brass knuckles, you mean? Brass knuckles, yeah. I'm gonna make it an iron fist. <laughs> well, it's kind of. I'm gonna turn into. If a you hit him with that on your finger, you would break your finger. No, I wouldn't. I think that's all that would happen. No, I wouldn't. I'd break his face. I don't think you would. <laughs> you, Jackie, off, I love you, but you would not break. It my would get face. entangled in his beard, and you yes. would lose your hand. <laughs> that's the main reason. Start calling you Jackie Hook. <laughs> Jack- Captain Hook. Captain Jack Hook. Oh, that should be a point right there. And the, it, Captain Hook's name was James. I know, but Captain Jack James Hook. Alexander okay. Hamilton. Jack <laughs> Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Okay, um, it is snack time. I hate you. Please. Uh, Neff, please. Oh, right. Snack time, everybody. 
got a snack for What the crap was that, What was the sound effect? I gave him a little... little it sounds <sighs> like somebody's cracking up with a Pepsi. That's, that's a bad Pepsi. Steven has a combination of like ADD Why and do you Tourette's. Hate every single thing I do, you have to comment on. Jackie, it's perfect Pepsi. Every it was. Terrible. It did sound like a Pepsi being opened, though. That was good. Like when you Pepsi. said it, I suddenly wished I had a can of Pepsi. I know. It took me I there. love Pepsi. Okay. I said it. You and you're going to wish you had a beverage <laughs> when we're done with today's snack because uh, I went past the sweet and I went straight for the salty. Oh, snap. <laughs> so <Crackle> me. <laughs> Are we going to eat? Actually, I don't know if it's salty. In her thick Japanese accent, the lady at Epcot tonight told me it had more of a savory flavor. I had to ask her for instructions on how to eat it. She said, you just put it in your mouth and eat it. So tonight, we are going to be sharing a food item called Tamagogani. 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 Okay. Tamagogani basically translates into dried crab. So what I have here is a pouch. Nope. I'm in. Actual dried baby crabs. Tamagogani. I guess. Tamagogani. I don't know what it is. I can't read this. You can see it's all in Japanese script. So I'm going to open it right now, and I just want you guys to react honestly. Remember, this is for posterity. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go first with aroma. Mm. I'm so nervous. It's going to smell like seafood. <laughs> just take a good one. Mm. Pass it along. You're the worst. Okay. Don't EJ, EJ, oh, just right. please, by all means, just take a uh, hit of that. What? Oh, I can already smell it. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> that, that reminds that me of home. It is uh, fresh and refreshing. You can just pass it, Jess. Come on. Come on, girl. It smells Watch like low it. tide. And that's for I haven't even smelled it yet. I haven't even <laughs> yes, smelled it yet. It's that's, the thought of it. Yes, it yes, smells go ahead. like fish go ahead. Well, it's gonna, we're going we're gonna to eat it. Yes. It does. It smells yes, like fish food like, flakes. Exactly. Fish food flakes. Okay. Oh, that's it terrible. Oh, my like, God. It smells like <coughs> shrimp. I am pulling the tray out no, right I'm like, here. I'm not eating that. That's Nick, going you can, you can you can even, like, hop up and get a close-up oh. shot of this if you don't mind, please. Because Oh, they have little eyeballs. Ooh. I'm going to pass that over here just to be safe. Yeah, just, just to be so safe. Because Steven. Now, I, Steven. I did try to while this was on the display shelf. Can you get a good shot of this real? They're so like, shiny. Nick, I'm so scared. Open the door. <laughs> Nick is more fascinated by the trash can and what's going on. They have little, they have little eyeballs. They have little features on here. So, what kind of Pokemon is this? Are you feeling it, Mr. Krabs? Are you feeling so, it now, um, Mr. Krabs? I tried to kind of clandestinely squeeze it while it was still in the package and see how they would. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. I don't know. She said they're savory, so by all means, take one. Jessica, no. Steven, like they have a disease. Steven, I don't like I'm thinking about it. I don't yeah, know that the there's flamer. any meat in here. Like I think it's mostly one. shell. Steven, you want a baby one? Nicholas, baby, baby, half a baby. He's missing his this legs. This one's legs are all gone. By the way, my wife uh, said she would try one, and if you can't do it, then you're you worse than a girl. Ow, that hurt. I poked me. This is sharp. Um, yes. This is sharp. Well, look, Baby. dude, there are actual... Now you have hepatitis. There's, <laughs> there's claws. I mean, these are actual claws, dude. I'm not going to put this inside of me and I'm like Bart Simpson when he ate that crusty uh, That's not going to happen to that's me. All right. Stuff right there. So, I mean, you just, you just we, pop it. We, uh, we pop it, but not yet. No, this is going to hurt on the way down. It, not if you chew it. You chew it. No, I mean, I'm going to bleed internally. You might. I don't think I'm going to swallow this. All right. Here we go, guys. Oh boy! All right, it. I'm gonna take both of them. You guys know how we do this. I'm a man. One, two, three. Eat the daki mas. Open the door and go out. I'm good. I'm good. Oh man, there's a little sweetness to it. Yeah, but it, it does not offset. No, it doesn't. It tastes like fish flakes. Like it tastes like the smell of fish flakes. Man, this is weird. I've had this flavor before. <laughs> 
Steven has uh, made his way out the building to throw I'm up. Not, I'm not as mad because I've had this flavor before. I've had these shrimp uh, chips, shrimp fries. From- <laughs> <laughs> Steven is running out of here vomiting. Oh my goodness. I can't stop chewing it. It won't go away. And violently, guys. Not, I mean, it is like, yeah. A violent not, vomit. It is not a, a gentle vomit. Man, okay. Let's go down. <laughs> I, I finished Jessica, mine. Jessica, are you okay? The aftertaste is, oh, yeah, is horrid. Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm. I feel like I'm having to run my like tongue into my tie. teeth. Yes, and yep. like pull the pieces out. Me too. Round two. I would be lying. Neff, you want to take the rest of these home, I buddy? Say, mm. I, this. Oh, I was. I was, I was expecting. You've, you've like, had this before? No. This flavor. Oh, you had one. Oh, I didn't know you ate one. Good for you, buddy. Bodies are much better than the claws. The bodies actually have a little bit of extra flavor. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because that's where the meat is. No, no, no! I've had artificial crab meat. Me too. This is real crab meat. This is this is not, this is real crab shell. I'm not actually picking up the meat part of it at all. No, no. <laughs> Did you hear him? Yeah, I can. Man, he is literally. How many? It's, it's, I kind of like I like him. the bodies. The it's bodies not that bad. Up. It's oh, not that bad. Yeah, it's, no, it's not that bad. I mean, it's, it's the leg was weird. worse than the body. The leg actually didn't have any sweetness to it. I'll tell you what. Take these and just put them out of the guest services desk. <laughs> I don't. I don't want these little things either looking at me or getting into my airspace. Tonight, tonight we have burps. <laughs> oh man, that reminds me of sardines. You Sometimes guys are yeah. that is me. not okay. Okay. Done? Yeah. So this <laughs> this has been snack time, everybody. I was like, it's right outside the door there. Oh, thank goodness that's it brings, over. It brings back memories of sitting at uh, a restaurant in Perry and yeah. eating like crab. I would sit there and There's crack little, them. Little 10 year old me sitting there crapping, uh, crack, crack, crap, crap. crapping and cracking. <laughs> little 10 year old me, I was crapping and on crack. Cracking um, crab legs. There's little parts that like I'm trying to swallow them, but they're yep. like getting stuck in my throat. I have little See, pieces in my problem. teeth right now that. It's just the the taste is so prominent. Oh, right so now, whose though. office do I hide these in? What? <laughs> 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 Let's not put that on the record. We'll just okay. let them find it. Raise, raise, raise. Right, Steven, oh my gosh, Steven, Steven has is made back. his way back with Steven a Coca Cola. Did you throw is that up? The best thing to I mean, did you I derail yeah. in there? No. Oh my goodness. I think it's safe to say that you don't sweat, like crabs. No, I like crab. I didn't like that. <laughs> For the record, I don't think that was you like yourself that out. wasn't the crab experience. That was like if you want to take someone on a roller coaster and you say, no, this is a great roller coaster, but then instead what they do is they lay down on the roller coaster, run over them. Yep. <laughs> I did not enjoy that ride. You didn't have the ride. The ride rode you. <laughs> so uh, we, you, you've been crabbed. I, I vomited. I, we heard. Smell? Like what? the crabs? Yeah, like, yeah, I still get whipped. It was a mixture. Well, they're, it's they're inside breath. of all of us <laughs> now. It is not me. My I took half of a chew and spit that crap out. Oh, yeah. There was no bag in there. Oh, ugh. It's a mixture. I've been, I'm just now getting over being sick, so my stomach was like not in the best shape, and I ate before I got here, so I was full. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Now you're not. <coughs> I'm I feel less like, full. Uh, <coughs> I coughed a little bit. Ah. It's back. I have gum in my car. So... <laughs> The moral, podcast is a terrible the moral of, of this... Well, I don't chew like a cow. So. This episode of Snack Time is, Japan, what is wrong with you? Please, this this is water. not okay, oh, you guys. I grew up in a very heavily seafood family, so... the um, What? I grew up in a very heavy seafood-based family. Like we eat a lot of seafood. Free fish. That's not seafood. Yes, it is. That's what Aquaman hates. 
Like that's why Aquaman. <laughs> Black man. That's why everyone hates <laughs> Aquaman. Think about what he smells like. Oh, what was man. it called again? The Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Oh gosh, <laughs> Aquaman's here again. <laughs> Superman's like, I've got super smelling. Come on, this isn't okay. Put him in the other room. About Green that. Lantern makes a can of Febreze. Out of his <laughs> the Flash runs away. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, all right, so let's. Whoa. So apparently, right. the Japanese word for savory. Uh, translates into sucky dookie. Like, <laughs> sucky dookie. Sucky dookie. It sounds, Japanese. sounds like Japanese. Dookie. All right. Well, um, <laughs> if you've ever had these uh, little snacky, crabby snacks, uh, let us know what your experience was. And uh, if don't. you want the rest of these, I will gladly put them in the mail for you. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10, would not eat again. So let's go to something from the worst thing ever to the best thing ever. This this uh. Nef when he does over something we have music for, but I go and then I get berated like I just whipped a child in public. <laughs> Why is that your analogy? I don't know. Child in public. Have you I'll been? I'll beat a dog to death with a stick. Yeah, Nef, you took you took it. There was a line. Crap have you been whipping children in public, Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> or in private? So last week, uh, what, what we've done, I don't know if you follow the show, EJ, uh, the Nerd of Godcast, we put a, a challenge out every week called The Best Thing Ever, where on our social media, we put a bracket system out at the beginning of each season and let people vote on uh, who they think would be the best thing ever in various rounds of competition. Last week, we had a really, really great round of ne- best thing ever in Batgirl versus Electra. Now, I had some great conversations with some people online who wanted to know specifically if we were talking about Barbara Gordon Batgirl or um, Cassandra Kane Batgirl. And the consensus was if it was Barbara Gordon, Electra would kill her immediately, like rip her in half. But if it was if it was Cassandra Kane, that Cassandra Kane would actually probably whoop up Electra. So I guess we split the average. Uh, the the voters spoke their mind. And who who do you know? You guys know who won? Do you? I, know who won. I do. Do you have a, an idea who might have won? Jess, Jackie. I would guess Electra. It was Electra. The one I did not sorry, vote Justin. for. Uh, but I it was really it was really close. Expert. Forty six percent to fifty four percent. So it was pretty pretty close. And I think we might have had more votes for this than we've had for any best thing ever wow. in a while. All so right. It was nice. a, a really good competition, and that concludes round one of this season's best thing ever. Everyone went crazy and cheered. That's not cheering. I was actually. What is that? I'm just asking you to cheer for a second That's while how I can Aquaman cheers. Take a beverage. Hey, hey, cheer! Hoorah! Everybody do that. The black manta kill my no, son. No, no, no. It smells like crap. Oh, no, yeah. Never mind. Bad idea. That was a bad idea. All right. So <laughs> concluding round one, I will review uh, the past few episodes. Batgirl versus Elektra. Elektra wins. Daredevil versus The Punisher. Daredevil wins. Bucky Barnes versus Iron Man. Iron Man wins. Green Arrow versus Hawkeye. Green Arrow wins. Black Widow versus Catwoman. Black Widow comes out ahead. Batman versus the Black Panther. Batman narrowly wins. Captain America versus Rorschach. It goes to Captain America. And Star Lord versus Batman Beyond was an even tie. So, this brings us to round two. And as I promised back on episode one, when Will Friedle refused to help us out, uh, in in our round one voting, that the first 
challenge of round two would be an unprecedented three-way dance. So this week's best thing ever will in fact be Star-Lord versus Batman Beyond versus Captain America. Ooh. So are you ready for this competition? Yes. Who, who, who do we call is going to be the winner? I think, based on popularity, that Captain's going to win. Yes. But Yay. I would love for a Batman Beyond comeback upset. I would love for it to be a huge upset. That would make me happy. Now, now it, it goes on to the next competition will be Black, Batman versus Black Widow, mm. which would be uh, pretty pretty good and tough, but I'm going to go ahead and bet Batman's going to yeah. probably yes. win. <laughs> so I would love to see Batman versus Batman Beyond. Yes, that's what I'm waiting Ooh. for. That would be a great matchup. Like, so, God, it would so. be like Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. It would, if, if only. Um, so we got Star Lord, Peter Quill versus Terry McGinnis, Batman Beyond versus Steven Rogers. We got a Mexican stand. Captain America. Uh, none of them Grant actually Rogers. being Mexican, I don't think, but <laughs> whatever. I'm just um, a kid from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Neff has to go ahead and make it lightly racist. I'm not sure what just happened there. So a little sprinkle of racism for you. Why don't you uh, say it like an Irish way? <laughs> a lot of sprinkle of racism all over the place. Racism. Hey, hey, it's magically so delicious. It's not Irish. My dad's from Cleveland. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's no two weeks way. in a row now. Young All right. I don't know. This is a terrible thing. But when I was a child, I watched and enjoyed the movie Howard the Duck. Mm. <laughs> and to this day, every time someone says Cleveland, I always want to say it in his voice and go, Cleveland? I don't know why. <laughs> terrible movie. I don't endorse that you would watch that movie at all. I haven't seen it since fourth grade, and I'm, I'm glad to leave that behind. So you can vote for your uh, your best thing ever in this week's match. That's Star-Lord versus Batman Beyond versus Captain America on our Twitter page. That's twitter.com backslash nerdofgodcast. At nerdofgodcast, let us know who you think is going to be this week's best thing. Wait for it. Ever! There it is. This Coca-Cola is expired. And yep. I am drinking it. <laughs> well, you're it's Coca-Cola. You use it on car batteries. The baby crabs. You're just yeah. It's just a it's just a crab sip. chaser I at this point. I thought it tasted different. <laughs> how how far expired is it? I don't know why I love That's that so much. Uh, what is, what is that show where they go on the seas? What is it? Deadly deadliest catch. I don't know. And now it's called crab chaser. Steven, but was it flat? It's like dog. It tasted a little off. Oh, okay. All but right. I assumed that was the, the nasty crab. <laughs> the crab hate. Not as flat as those dead crabs, am I right? <laughs> Speaking of dead crabs, it's time for Neff News. <laughs> That's a good segment. That's a great segment. Thank you. Congratulations. I, I give. I give. It's what I do. Go ahead, buddy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Neff News. My name is Neff. Today's news is brought to you by Forte Font. Forte, it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Tay? Forte. See, I'm thinking the musical I like, I'm use, Forte! I haven't gotten to use the crickets in such a long time. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, I aim to please. And here's... Who's <laughs> Tay? EJ liked it. Tay-Tay. Because I was thinking Taylor Swift. I don't know why. I was thinking Forte means loud. Forteissimo. I was thinking Forte from Beauty and the Beast. Music major. You're making the piano, por favor. You're making Nick's ears hurt. Nick just went like this. Sorry, Nick. yelled into the microphone. I'm sorry. But she did say the word loud, loud, so it was appropriate. Oh, I know. No, I'm just saying Nick has ears. Speaking of Nick has ears, it's time for Neff News. Here's your news in mid culture this week. In movie news, Zach Stentz, writer of films such as X-Men First Class and Thor, 
is reportedly developing a script for a DC character Booster Gold movie. Shut up! What? It doesn't necessarily wow. exist in the DCEU. Booster Gold is a hero from the future who travels back in time to become famous in the past, only to run into the Justice League. Ironically, he's one of the least known heroes, and I'm super excited for this movie because this opens the door for Blue Beetle, <laughs> Captain Adam, and the Director of Death. That's not a nickname. That's that's just it. Director of Death. Okay, maybe not the Director <laughs> of Death, but you know others that are there, so that's kind of cool. In comic book news, <laughs> NBA's Jeremy Lin is coming to the new Totally Awesome Hulk. Lin Sanity and Amadeus Chow will be teaming up, which brings up the possibilities for more sports-related crossovers. Puny Rod. Because uh, it rhymes with Puny God. You know, I was thinking... Um, Don't like myself right now. <laughs> I was thinking the last time sports and uh, comic books crossed over, it was called The Steel Movie with oh, Shaquille uh, O'Neal. Equally as. In video game news, <laughs> Metal Gear Survive is stupid. <laughs> Zombie game slapped with the Metal Gear license to boost sales. This ridiculous game was even ridiculed by Metal Gear Allfather Hideo Kojima, who asked, Where do zombies fit in to a game series about political f- friction and espionage? Because naked people holding babies on beaches makes much more sense. <laughs> Death Stranding. <laughs> and this has been Nep News. Have a nerdy today and a blessed tomorrow. Oh, that's incredible. Well, <sighs> let's just pause and reflect on that for yes. a moment. <laughs> yeah, that what is so? What is it? Metal Gear Survive is that stupid? That's what it's, it is. It's, just, I, it's a Metal Gear zombie game. Yeah, it's it's Whoa. pretty much uh, Call of Duty like zombie survival mode, but like with Metal Gear skins, I guess. Okay, so they will sometimes they'll sometimes take games and try to make like weird crossover genre crossovers like that. Uh, and I think you mentioned last time you were talking about the Call of Duty with the sort of '80s retro mm-hmm. alien zombie vibe to it. Uh, but this this is a whole new level. Can you guys think of any other kind of games or or genres that have done the, the sort of crossover thing? Like. Um, Here's a video game, but we we've kind of crossed it with. I remember back, I think it was the Super Nintendo. They did Bill Lambeer's Combat Basketball, where it was a basketball Bill game, Lambeer. but it was also a fighting game because oh, Bill Lambeer nice. for, from the Bill Detroit Lambeer. Pistons kind of had a reputation for being an aggressive That's basketball funny. player. That's really funny. Yeah, uh, can you guys think of anything else that they've done like that where it's like, hey, here's this, but we're going to make it this now. Def Jam Fighting. Def the yeah, Def Jam. I was just game. about to say that. Hold on a second. I was just I, about to I loved those yeah. games. Those games were Def pretty. Jam. Dope. Def Jam 2 Vendetta they need, yes. was fantastic. They, 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 they take one. rappers and yep. they put them in a wrestling game. Like DMX fight. Uh, and that was uh, THQ and Aki did that. And it, so it was all the wrestling styles of the old Nintendo 64. Yes. Uh, no, no Mercy, WrestleMania 2000. It was I that. Loved that game but so with much. Snoop Dogg yep. and Tupac. Omar and Epps. DMX. Well, no, DMX. Tupac wasn't DMX. in there. Yeah, they were, the people were alive at the time when they made the game. Oh, so be it. Uh, what else? Any, any other kind of weird like crossover things? Nah, man, my mind's blown from that one. I can't even <laughs> think of it anymore. I uh, I like there was the, the you see games like one of my favorites was Puzzle Fighter where it had all yes. the characters from Street Fighter but oh, they were like yeah. tiny and chibi and and but it was not oh, even a fighting it was game like it, Tetris. it was like Tetris it was a puzzle game but when you would make combos your little characters would fight each other from oh, the combos you I made. love Chibi-Bee. playing that in the Super cafe. Cute. Chibi, that bring like, that back. It was one of my favorites. Well, mine, mine doesn't make sense. I was thinking like when you had like the the Mario All Stars like tennis game. 
was just, yeah, but it doesn't really fit. But that's where my mind went. Well, there are ones that I don't like. I know I know Jessica likes one. It's uh, the ones where they make characters from like video games that are like RPGs or some, and they make them into card games. I'm not a big fan of those. I don't really like. The, I think they they're more boring than the actual regular games. Then don't play Hearthstone. See, like so that. There you go. She Absolutely. just she told you. I think but that I mean, wasn't that's so. What, that's what I mean. Like that's like they change the regular game, like what it is, and they put put in a. a they make it into a, a a card game, which I I don't know. Well, it was sort I, of a throwback back to um, the original role playing games, which were on paper. Well, I mean, it's not just role playing games. Like uh, with NBA or two, yeah, two K and Madden, they have card games that you could play in that's the game. RPG. Yeah, that'd be a shame yeah. too. Like, well, you know, if they take so a game, weird, that's, like imagine a game that's super popular right now, like Pokemon Go. If they made that into a card game, how stupid that would be! <laughs> <laughs> that would be really dumb. Ridiculous. What uh, one I was thinking about? One of my favorite games, Marvel vs. Capcom series, yeah. and then so like Resident Evil characters, cool. yeah. you know, in the midst of a fighting game, or even like yeah. PlayStation. It's like I'm gonna play Albert Wesker. Yep. Iron Man, and then you got like the Mega, Mega Man, yeah, or, <laughs> you know, roll or something like that. Or oh. the little Lego guy. I yeah, forgot what the yeah, Lego yeah, guy yeah. was. I used to play him all the time. Uh, there's, uh, I saw, speaking of going back to the zombies thing, they put out um, uh, an advertisement in the Game Informer magazine about Dead Rising 4. Which, oh yeah! Wait, they came out with a three already. I I didn't I didn't see that one either. <laughs> yeah, I know. Rising three was really bad. But the, you get this character and he's in the middle of a zombie game, but he'll dress up in all these weird, wacky costumes and references to other franchises and things. Uh, you you mentioned Metal Gear. I remember when I played Metal Gear Solid on the PS one. Mm. PS one. Yeah. Wow. It's been I that know. long. PS one. You you fought against this character named Psycho Mantis in, in <gasps> yes, one level. Yes. Yes. Greatest boss Mantis. battle. And the cool thing was Psycho Manus could read your mind. Yes. And, and that was his whole, like, gimmick was, uh, and, and if you had other Capcom games, other Konami games, rather, on your memory card, he would, like, taunt you or make fun of you about the other games. And he would make fun of you about the way you played the games. Like, if you saved your game too much, he would say, oh, you're a little cautious in the way that you play, aren't you? That's pretty cool. Yeah, and he would, that so then he would, cool. he would prove his power to you. He says, put your controller down. Go ahead, and you would actually put your controller down, and he would go, bump, and he would cause the vibration of the controller to move your controller. It was really neat. That's so cool. everything you did, he could block and defend and dodge everything you did because he could read your mind. So finally, the way that you could beat him was to unplug your controller and plug it in the second controller slot, and he couldn't read your mind because it was... Awesome. That's pretty now, That's now I didn't play that game, but I played Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah, and you told me that story. So when so, you fight, uh, there's a character. Psycho, there's a character. Uh, yeah. It's it's a Psycho Manus ripoff character yes. in that game. So now there's no plugs on the PlayStation Four, so you, you can't can unplug your. But you, but you so I remember it. I held down the PlayStation button just to see because same deal, yeah. and I I changed the controller setting from controller one to controller two, and I came back on, and my commander comes on the radio and goes. What are you doing? It's not 2001. You can't play like that <laughs> are anymore. Are you serious? Yeah, so Amazing. funny. I was so... I, I, I thought it was funny, and then I called him, and I'm like, what the, why did you tell me to switch the controllers? <laughs> like, why did you tell me that? That is so great. Great, greatness, greatness. But, uh, but you know, Metal Gear it was a, it was interesting how they had the crossover, like the references to the other games and stuff like that. Uh, I, I still think that Smash Brothers is the most brilliant I, game I because you can to cross over all these different franchises yeah. in, into one different thing. In a similar vein, I also like uh, PlayStation All-Stars. 
Yeah, yeah, very much so. Now, the one thing that's weird for me, more than just like genre crossing over or even characters crossing over, is when a character crosses over an entire universe. To me, it's still weird for me to see the Olympics games that come out with Sonic and Mario in it. Mm. Because in my day, that was kind of a rivalry. You had Sonic was, you know, the, the representative of everything that Mario wasn't. We, we the, the advertising, the marketing for the Sega Genesis was Genesis does what Nintendo don't. And it was like, this is, here's a hero. You know, Mario was like a kid's guy. He's like, it's a money. And it, that was before he even talked. And it was like, oh, you can go play those kids' games or you can play this. Sonic has tood. And it was like the, the next generation console mascot type games. And and now you there's no Sega console anymore. So Sonic is just kind of like, yeah, I'm hanging out with Mario, whatever. Like the weird, you know, homeless guy or whatever. He's like, sure, I'll, I'll come crash in your Olympics game, whatever. And, and that's a, it's strange for me to see those two worlds crossed over. Uh, very much in the same way, I, Neff and I were chatting online the other day, and um, he sent me a picture of the Deathstroke from the new Batman movie. Mm. Mm. And I didn't realize who was playing him, and Neff sent me, he's like, can you believe that this is... Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson. It is? From the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Really? The Flash Thompson that was sort of bullying Peter Parker is the guy that's playing Deathstroke. That's wow. cool. Now, I had to look it up because I wasn't sure who he was, and it turns out I was, that he was in, was it True Blood or one of those weird vampire shows? Yeah, something But like I remembered seeing him in the Pee Wee Herman revival series that was on Netflix as, like, he was like Pee-wee's the- Big Holiday or Whatever something. it was. He was like this tough motorcycle guy that, like, Pee Wee was a little bit infatuated with and kind of sent him off on an adventure, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Flash Thompson. Deathstroke. Wow. Pretty cool. Huh. That's, that's cool. <clears throat> and then today, or yesterday, they uh, released a, a picture of J.K. Simmons oh, yes. as Commissioner Gordon. Yes. Mm. Um, for Batman Day. Uh, the, yeah, for Batman Day. Uh, they put out this new picture, and to me, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon is still weird because in my mind, he's, he's still J. J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. He'll always be J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. So great. And then I was looking yes. at, at another thing, and I didn't realize this. But um, apparently now in the Justice League movie, Willem Dafoe has been cast. Really? really? Yeah. As who? I don't know. The joke. And it's the same thing even, and they haven't. <laughs> Joker Prime. <laughs> three Jokers. It's it's canon. Okay. With, like, he would make a great Joker, <laughs> He would. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is creepy. I mean, I remember yeah, as, I as Green Goblin. Yeah, he was really, really weird, really creepy. You know how yeah. much I've sacrificed? I could squish you like a bug, Spider-Man. Like, to this day, oh. I still can't like look at him directly. Like it creeps me out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Neff just did the oh before <laughs> he kills himself with his own. <laughs> he goes, oh. 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 oh, don't tell Harry. Peter. Oh yeah, that guy's oh, creepy. I had to look him up. That's creepy. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I saw someone online like just did like Joker makeup over his face, and I'm like, oh, that's it looks really good. eerily good. But but then I, I started thinking again, and you, you we, I don't know who he's cast as in Justice League, but the same thing with um, Michael Keaton now has been cast in Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. yeah. So. Batman. Michael He's Keaton is Batman is I don't know the Vulture. Yeah, Vulture. So I think Flash Thompson is Deathstroke. Uh, Willem Dafoe is I don't know Green Goblin, Green Lantern. Who knows? Um, and then you know J.K. No. Simmons is uh, is is Commissioner Gordon and Jonah Jameson. There's so many actors that are jumping over. So I want to see if you guys can can I have I have kind of a top ten list here of <laughs> actors that have been in the Marvel universe and in the DC cinematic I universe. Know all of these. And uh let's Ooh, see awesome. if you guys can name some. So Neff you 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 say you know all of them. Give me one of them right Ben away. Affleck. Ben Affleck was Daredevil and Batman. Daredevil and Batman. I got so, another one. Uh Jackie. 
I'm drawing blanks with names. Can I come back? I'm sorry, Steven. Mm-hmm. Sir Ryan Reynolds. So is he's he not a an sir? actual. He's not an actual knight, but I like to call him Sir Ryan Reynolds. Hmm. Who played? He played uh, Deadpool and uh, Green Lantern. Unfortunately, Green Lantern. Unfortunately, <laughs> he was also in Blade Trinity. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. loosely, loosely oh, related. Yeah. Well, so was Triple H. So we don't. You know, I guess that, yeah. was, it just, <laughs> that was a y'all come casting call. Just uh, whoever wants. Game on. Okay. Yeah. Um, who else? Oh, nothing, oh, EJ. Oh, nothing. I'm horrible with names. That's my thing. I'm sorry. I didn't do I don't good on the name keep game. Yelling, but I got no, you go. Go ahead, Steve. Halle Berry. Halle Berry was oh, a Catwoman, unfortunately, and Storm. <laughs> Say unfortunately for, <laughs> one of them is going to be bad. Bad, bad. bad Affleck and, was in all fairness, unfortunately. Storm was never really that good. Eh, well, you know what happens to a toad when it gets struck with lightning? Same thing that happens to everything else. Was, was she better line. than as, as, as Storm line. though? Yes. Because okay, yeah, <laughs> Catwoman was, was sure. god awful. I'm just making sure. Yeah, At least Storm was in a decent movie. <laughs> Who else we got? <laughs> Neff and Steven, I guess. I know. Yeah, Going Neff. through all the DC movies, I'm just like... Uh, all the DC movies. A couple of... They're getting a little bit obscure. I'll give you... <laughs> well, can, can I... Never mind. I was like, I have an almost one. I'll give you a cross... I'll give you the crossover movies, and you tell me who is in both of them, okay? Uh-huh. Uh I mean, you can say all. I, mean, I want to try and guess more, but go ahead. Okay, uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Oh. And Batman Forever. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. I was trying to work on that. Oh. That's right. He was the general. The general. Yeah. I love Tommy like Lee Jones. Okay, I need to break outside the box. Okay. Um, X Men, and Superman Returns. Oh! 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 Crap! What's his name? Uh, Cyclops, the dude who played Cyclops. Yeah, James Martin. Oh. James Martin played That's Cyclops, and then the what? Lois Lois Lane's like boyfriend, oh, baby yeah, daddy, okay. whatever. Non baby daddy. <laughs> Dang, I yeah. totally that was Clark's that. kid. Spoiler alert, Steven. Some I, people might still want to see that movie. I walked out of that movie. Nobody wants to see that movie. <laughs> I did not finish it. <laughs> I don't want to see that movie. All right, here's one. This is a tough one. Uh, Man of Steel and Fantastic Four, two. I haven't seen Man of Steel. Oh. I haven't this is a tough one. <laughs> oh, okay, or Batman versus Superman, and I don't know his Fantastic name. Four two, and Pee Wee's Playhouse. I haven't seen Fantastic and the Matrix. Four two. <gasps> oh, oh, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> was Perry oh, White yeah. Yeah. and the Silver Surfer. He was the Silver Surfer. What? He was the voice I of the Silver did Surfer. Did not know that. Wow. <clears throat> he was. Wow. <laughs> Pee Wee's Playhouse took me a second. <laughs> All right. Um. Here's a. Here's one. It's a. It's a two pack. Uh. Thor. Sure. Uh, excuse me, Thor and Captain America: The First Avenger crossing over with this DC movie. Hmm. Huh. V for Vendetta. Oh, Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Weaving. Yeah. No. No. And Natalie Portman. And Natalie Portman. Oh, wow. Wow. I was like, okay. Right? Well, because I was thinking of the same character for Thor and yeah. Captain America: First Avenger. Yeah. yeah that's what I was okay. This uh, Suicide Squad and um, Thor: The Dark World. Haven't seen Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. 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 Name pending. It's a tough one. What was it? Was the Marvel one? It was Thor: The Dark World and Suicide Squad. Was it the cap? The and Lost. I know. Steven's like, oh no, oh no. I think he was in Lost. I might be making that up. Oh, so it's a guy. Another Twenty-five cents. So it's a guy. Is it the dude that played the captain, like a Rick Flag? No. Okay. It was Killer Croc. 
And uh, he was also Curse in Thor the Dark World. Yeah, I, I remember that now. Oh, oh really? Yeah, he was the main guy's like sidekick guy. Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy and X Men crossing over with Jonah Hex. Oh, uh, 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 Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, no. No. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin and. Oh, so it's okay. That was Josh Brolin? Because Josh, Josh Brolin wasn't an X-Men. No, but he was in X-Men First yeah. Class. Oh, um. I never saw Jonah Hex. January Jones? Michael Fassbender. Oh. Michael Fassbender was in Jonah Hex? Evidently. I didn't see it either. I didn't, now see, I have I to see, see I didn't see Jonah Hex. Now I have to see it because Michael Fassbender is in it. a DC movie, man. Um, yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And then, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken, the girl who played Mariko in The Wolverine is the same girl that was um, Mercy, the Lex Luthor's uh, hench wow. woman in Batman vs. Superman. You didn't see The Wolverine? Mm. It was not bad. Uh, I watched it. I was oh. burned on his origin. No, no, no. Or, or, the Wolverine, I think, was way better than origin. Okay. But it was definitely R-rated. Oh, like, okay. It was very violent. Very, very violent. Um, I, I look at these, and I wonder, like, are their second movies better than their first movies? Mm. Like, do they have, do they upgrade? It it is, can, is, if you're mm. if you're directed by Christopher Nolan, then yes. Yeah. <laughs> can I, like I mention another actor who was in two separate Marvel franchises as two separate characters? Like Captain America and the Silver, or the Human no, Torch? I was talking yeah. about Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, and Thor. Would be uh, okay. So Idris moving on. Elba. Yeah. Stop <laughs> doing that. Self and so staring. As I'm sitting right, right next to him. So weird. I know. Worse when you're sitting right next. So to him. sorry, EJ. It is always <laughs> have like this. Yes, Neff. Keep your shoes on and don't touch yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't finish my thought before I said it. That's where you put the hang on there, baby, with the little cat. So um, okay, so which which of these came first? Do you think that that Michael Keaton as the Vulture is going to be a better role than Michael Keaton as Batman? I like Michael Keaton as a Birdman. Was Batman better? Was Ben Affleck <laughs> as Daredevil? Greater than or less than Ben Affleck as Batman. Well, I didn't fall. I didn't fall asleep while I was in Batman versus Superman. Which which came first, Deadpool Deadpool or Green Lantern? Green Lantern. Are you saying Green Lantern was better? No, I said it came first. I didn't say it was better. The movie or the comic books? Comic books still Green Lantern. Okay, the same either way. Well, no, Deadpool technically started in X Men Origins Wolverine. If you're going movie universe, it's true. true. He's not wrong. Oh, yeah. oh you're talking about. It wasn't much of Deadpool, but it was technically Deadpool. It was Deadpool. He was there. Well, he was the last villain with the crazy eyes and the. Yeah, I hate that. And depending movie. on what bonus uh, after the credit sequence yeah. you got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 That's what I imagine his mouth opening. Pop. <laughs> Just a puff of like, dust uh, coming like out. What's his name? Like oh Billy from yeah, Hocus Pocus. Yes. <laughs> what? Oh, what was I don't his know name? what that what is. Was his name? It's Bi- the movie Hocus Pocus. It's uh, uh, it was. Oh. That's a movie about witchcraft, right? In right? Salem. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, so, all right. <laughs> I don't know why they needed to include gang signs. Massachusetts. But yeah, next time you watch the watch Origins. Massachusetts is officially the worst. In Massachusetts. If we have any listeners from Massachusetts, I apologize. I've lived there. It's the worst. Jessica can put her hands up in the air all she wants, but you know what? She lives in Florida now. 
You're the worst, Massachusetts. Makes the news a lot more often. Florida? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We have a lot of the weird people here. Uh, so because <laughs> they all migrate. Hello. So this is my question. Speaking from of Massachusetts. migrating, you have these these guys that have kind of migrated from one company to the other in their roles and the characters that they play. And uh, I, I wonder way. if there's any sort of personal like affiliation, like if Daredevil, uh, you know, Ben Affleck is happier as Batman than he was at Daredevil. Probably. Or I wonder if, if Ryan Reynolds is is happier playing Deadpool than he was yeah. playing oh, Green yes. Lantern. Yeah. Like, yeah. What their thoughts oh, yeah. are if they feel like they're upgrading and and the question that I have is sometimes we're faced with the choice sometimes we're faced with this concept of we have to look at look at what we have chosen look at where we are look at who we are and then compare it with other options other alternatives and make a decision if we're going to stick to our guns hmm. or if we're going to potentially change our ingrained mores thoughts perspectives on things and be willing to change because so much of our decision uh, kind of intertwines and is wrapped in our identity. Uh, we find that in, I mean, every area from the the video games that we play to uh, our political parties to our sports teams. Um, I never really had a dog in, in the fight in sports. I found myself. I said to a lady yesterday, "Go Gators." Why? What? <laughs> yes. Well, what is wrong I, with you? I don't gators care about that. the Gators. <laughs> I don't. What, what are you saying? What's wrong with me? Why would you say? Why, why are you saying what's he's wrong with me? He's a because he's a yeah, because he's, he's a salty because he what would it take? Yesterday. What would it take for you to say I don't like the Seminoles anymore? I'm going to choose a different team to cheer for. Hmm. Could you ever do that? Do you see that 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 actually ever happening? I mean, I have several other teams that I root for, but <laughs> no, no. I'm, but I'm, I'm asking if you say yeah. I no longer will cheer for the Seminoles, like because what happens is the teams that we cheer for become such a part of our identity. That we want to root for them, we want to make excuses for them. We want that to, we want them to win, and and then inherently we then put down other people. What's your problem with the Gators? They're not the same. Yeah, and that's real. But that really is that's it in a nutshell, isn't it? I don't care about the Gators, but I love my wife, and my life my wife loves the Gators. So go Gators. I don't care. I didn't have to sacrifice anything. Uh, to become a Gators fan. I'm not a Gators fan, but I didn't have to sacrifice anything to acquiesce to my wife's love of the Gators. It didn't cost me anything. But I love PlayStation. If someone decided you can no longer play PlayStation, you have to be an Xbox fan, I would be frustrated. This is a conversation Nick and I had the other day. Mm. I don't care much for Xbox. I just prefer PlayStation. Um, and, and sometimes I'll find myself in these little debates where people go, well, Xbox is better than PlayStation. I'll say, you know what? You suck. And that's the really, and, and I'm like, why am I, why am I and not, and not in so many words, but why do I feel like I have to defend this thing and put down your thing? Why can't they just both be things? Uh, we're in an election season right now, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, what an electric season! Who's your guy? Who's your guy? Or who's your girl? Jesus! Or, and, that, and really, that's it, right? Yeah. Because what what happens? Okay, we have families in our in our church mm-hmm. that want to vote one way, and we have families yeah. in our church that want to vote the other way, and you instantly become villainized if you don't agree with them. Now, I have my personal beliefs and I have my personal preferences, but as a Christian, my allegiance ha- uh, uh, to my president is important but my allegiance to my king is essential amen and and i don't know that you can necessarily trade or overshadow one for the other but if you vote straight republican or if you vote straight democrat but then something comes along and there's someone else that you agree with it's so hard it's almost impossible for people to not vote according to what they were either raised as or what they were conditioned to 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 say well well 
I, I don't normally vote this way, but this person makes very good points, so I'm going to agree with them right now. We get into these ideas, and we can't cross over. You know, we're talking about Marvel and DC, or we're talking about Sonic jumping over with Mario, uh, but there really is so much more to it than that because changing our minds on what we care about and what we value is a huge part of our growth as believers. Uh, okay, EJ, we were talking earlier today. We were, we were kind of having some laughs. We were with our friend Sunny, and Sunny was looking back at her old Facebook likes, <laughs> and she was talking about She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe these things I used to like. Oh, and yeah. she was looking back <laughs> at all these things. She's like, oh, my goodness, when I started this, I wanted to be like Snooky from the Jersey yeah. Shore. <laughs> Why? I don't know. People have uh, their likes, but she, but but, but Snooky, <laughs> like, <laughs> but this is the deal. She was she was comparing it to before she knew Jesus, yeah. before she was a Christian. Yeah, that's true. The likes and the things that she had in her life are vastly different than they are right now. Yeah, and and it changes so much when we become Christians. Part of becoming a Christian is changing our mind about the things that we valued before. Uh, the The Bible has a word for it. It's called metanoia. Right, hey, that's the secret word today. So you want to scream real loud, right? Metanoneo. All right, I'm very bad with Greek, Uh, but it literally means to change one's mind, to adjust one's thinking, and uh, and and that's something. Bless you. That's something really hard for us to do. when was the last time you actually had to change your thinking because of your faith? You had to look at something that you love or look at something that you identify with or that you affiliate with or that you favor, and you say, "My faith requires me." to review, to rethink, to reevaluate, and potentially to reverse my thinking on this. For, for me, um, it was hip-hop. <clears throat> Not like hip-hop in general, but before Jesus, before Jesus, I was really, really into what would be, you consider like mainstream secular hip-hop. Uh, when I decided to branch out and find my own musical likeness, not the ones that my parents, you know, forced on me in the car that my sister would make you listen to, it was hip hop, <clears throat> and uh, specifically like gangster rap. So, uh, like my idol, I wanted like Sonny wanted to be Snooky, I wanted to be Eminem, and uh, when I got saved, he'd have been Peanut Eminem though. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. Different, different um, kind of Eminems. So I know oh, I got I got the joke. Okay. <laughs> it didn't seem like it did. <laughs> but um, explaining that. So when I got saved, it was definitely like, and that was like right at the time when like Christian hip hop, good Christian hip hop was like on the rise. We didn't always have good Christian. That's why yeah, I, that's that's why that's I said it was start, that's like, other Go back and listen to DC Talks first album. <laughs> that was like that was like two years after Lecrae started. For those of you that know who yeah, Lecrae yeah. is. And uh, Real talk. so I kind of like had to like stop that because in my mind, like hip hop for like first couple years after I got saved, I would only, the only hip hop I listened to was Lecrae and I didn't listen to any hip hop at all other than that because my like that was like old Steven kind of thing. And then I'm at, I love hip hop still. I just listen to Christian hip hop. Now, now Steven, here's one thing that I have uh, that I can add into this conversation is that I got the benefit of being your youth pastor during that season. Yeah. And Stephen, uh, I remember we went on a trip to South Carolina. It was a, a <laughs> retreat. And, uh, you know, you get away from things, you get away from the distractions. We put away our, our cell phones, put away social media, put away our music. And, and you're, you're really encountering God. You're encountering other people. And I remember when you and your friend Keith came back, you, uh, he, I think you guys were guardian angels with each other. You were <laughs> accountability partners that week. And you came back and you had a decision. We're going to get back. We're going to immediately get rid of all of our music that doesn't honor God. Wow. We're going to get rid of all of this thing. And you made like a real hardcore 
hardcore decision. I was so proud of you. I was so ecstatic for what God had done in your life. And you guys came back, and then what happened when you got off the bus and you went home? What, where, what did you do with all that music? What did you? How did you get rid of it? I can't remember. You like, didn't. You I didn't say, get I don't rid think of I it. Did. No, I didn't. You came well, back, that, and, and, and see, now you, you changed your mind. And then you changed your mind again. Yes. I, now, I, that, on that trip, I had only been saved like three months. It, it's, it's, not make, judge, it's not judgmental. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying I was still a young Christian. But it's just a funny thing that sometimes we get this idea like, okay, God, I'm ready to give up this. God, I'm ready to sacrifice this. God, I'm ready to lay down this. In a minute. Right after this. One last time. Starting Monday. You know, what are, what are the things that, that, that you've had to lay down for God? And then what are the things that you've tried to lay down for God? And it's like, uh, mm, yeah, maybe I'll, uh, this is tougher than I thought it was going to be. I, I mean, um, for me is, is two big things. It's, it's music, uh, secular hip hop. And another one is, is movies. Um, oh, my filter, my, <laughs> my filter for movies, I'll be honest. I mean, it's probably been about within the past couple of years. Um, it's completely, you know, changed dramatically with, you know, the movies that I would really just sit down with my friends and watch. And, you know, now I maybe two years ago, I was completely fine watching a movie, uh, dropping an F-bomb, you know, um, you know, things like that. I mean, rated R movies. I didn't have an issue at all uh, watching a rated R movie. Now it's almost like, OK, it's rated R. And, you know, why is it rated R? Like what what's exactly what's is it just language? Is it, you know. Uh, you know, nudity or, you know, what is, what's really going on now with the rated R uh, censorship to make it rated R. So now that's one of the biggest things for me right now is movies. Um, Music is, is definitely, uh, you know, I've been cutting a lot out, but movies is a big one because, you know, I have movies from a long time ago. um, And uh, I don't know. So that's kind of me, you know, movies is a big one filtering that and trying my hardest to man that movie looks great it's in a movie theater everybody's talking about it and just to kind of plug this in i feel like i kind of feel like we're going full circle with the whole concept of community because part of the reason why i don't want to leave particular movies i guess is because i want to be able to talk to people about it and yeah. feel connected yeah to a community mm-hmm. uh, of people that listen to hip-hop or you know oh they they went to the drake concert in tampa you know and i you know i wanted to go but you know I, it was one of those things like nah probably i shouldn't you mm-hmm. know and, and so it's it's I don't know for me listening right now and kind of you know engaging with you guys and thinking about what we started this conversation with community I kind of feel like now we're almost full circle because for me I'm having a revelation that the reason why I want to hold on to some of those things is because I I want to be affiliated like right. I want to feel connected don't want to be left out exactly yeah yeah and, and that's and that's an interesting tactic and I'm not one that you know wants to find the devil behind every rock mm-hmm. but it's an interesting tactic that the enemy would make. Because the Bible says it's not good for man to be alone, yeah. and and it's it's funny how that sense of community can be corrupted yeah. to uh, you know to to drag us down to the lowest form of community. I think in my mind about maybe Lot in in Sodom and Gomorrah, how I don't believe that he participated in some of the wickedness that was going on in the city, but there was certainly something there that he found appealing, that he yeah. found involving, that he found belonging. Because here he was, he was out on the field with Abraham, he was out there where God's presence was, and he found comfort being away from all that but being i want to be where the people are you know and there he is uh, you know participating in these kind of things same thing like uh with aaron and the children of israel you saw yeah aaron who's with moses (laughs) and 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 like helping do these miracles that god is giving them and participating in it but as soon as moses goes up the mountain he's like all right let's build this all right guys (laughs) cow party (laughs) party. 
more time. Yeah. Eat it. What's something? What's something that that maybe you've had to give up or that you've struggled giving up as you become a Christian? Uh, something that you had to leave behind. Something you've had to kind of cross over from. Change your mind on. For me, it was Halloween. Mm. Like I grew up mm. Jehovah's Witness, so I never got to have have birthday parties. And you know, Christmas was oh, you know, my family would. The, our extended family and friends would give us gifts, but it was always wrapped up in like cartoons and stuff. Never a holiday paper. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no Santa Claus for us. Not, none. Of, we didn't get to go trick or treating. So when my parents divorced and we got out of that, I was like, yes, Halloween. And I went like super like yes, Nightmare Before Christmas and Hocus Pocus. And I love Halloween. And October was my favorite month. And oh my gosh, black and orange, everything. <laughs> Your nickname was Terror. <laughs> yes, like horror movies, all of it. And so when I became saved, and it was like, oh yeah, we don't really do Halloween. It's like. Dang it! <laughs> I just uh, I just, just got, got here. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny, you know. A couple years ago, and uh, we—I call you Jessica Terror as uh, just an identifying nomenclature on the show. There's so many Jessicas in this church. That's true. So many Jessica Lynn's. <laughs> but it's it's funny because there was a moment I remember a few years ago when you just dropped the terror. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that was a part of my, that was very that came from my space and my chemical romance and this whole other person that I wanted to be when I was younger. Mm-hmm. That it sort of like I didn't, fit, I didn't think that it fit me anymore. Gotcha. Now but I sort of reclaimed it now. <laughs> into a I'm sorry. Country. I'm sorry if I blanketed it back on you. Now you you mentioned uh, specifically my chemical romance. Mm-hmm. I want to shift the conversation <laughs> over here. Neff, you posted something the other day. Can you sort of uh, recap what oh what gosh. what exactly what was going on there? What the, <laughs> yeah, the conversation well, that was had? <laughs> I have a lot of friends who listen to my chemical romance and a lot of those rock bands from like the mid 2000s and early 2000s and stuff like that. Let me pause you right there. I, I am old. Um, <laughs> in the mid-2000s, I was holding firmly to my 1980s and 90s playlist. So <laughs> so was that. Tell me what my, my chemical romance, I, I only, I'm only familiar with them because of the song that I downloaded for them in rock band. That, they're, they're like an emo, e, like emo-based mm-hmm. band. Are they, are, is their content somehow offensive or less than? Um, they're, it's, 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 they're, um, depends on the album. They, uh, there is language, they use language. Uh, just, just general blanket statement. Um, if, if, it's if, basically it's it's. If hard, somebody said, "Can I?" Rock. If one of the kids in the youth group said, "Should I download the entire My Chemical Romance catalog?" As a good youth pastor, would I say yes or would no. I say no? Okay, they have a concept no. album about death. That's okay. I'm just so. asking. Just, uh, just. I, I'm not, no, that's not the one that worries. Only that speaking in hyperbole here. I just, one I just, it would know. be revenge. Three cheers for sweet revenge. Would be the one I'm, I'm like, caught no, up. No, no. I'm caught up. All right. But, so Neff, continue. So, like, I was listening to some music the other day and. Or I was watching. I saw a video or something happen where I heard uh, a song from My Chemical Romance that I I listened to. There was like one song that I listened to growing up from My Chemical Romance that I th- really enjoyed and I still enjoy it. Like every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, I remember that song. That's a that's a fun song to listen to. And then I was like, man, I really wish I had. Because for me, whenever I was in middle school, I I started listening to hip hop. But then like a lot of my friends now, they went through and what I like to call an emo phase, which means they started listening. Quote, to that's exactly what it was. They went through an emo phase. You weren't the only one who called and, it an emo phase. And your post was to the effect of, I, I wish that I had listened to more of this. I wish that I was, uh, I was not left out of the knowledge and the insight that everybody else has when it, to this band and to their yeah. lyrics and to this movement. Their catalog. And it's funny because, and, and you know what? I'll, I'm a good pastor who will just call people out mercilessly. I don't even care. <laughs> I, I looked and saw uh, some of the comments that were made on that post. 
some of the people are like, you should totally go listen to them. And it's not too late and go live that out. And I'm going to tell you what, we have to be careful about the people that want to encourage us to get down there where they are, because those are people that have not yet changed their mind. And they will absolutely gladly welcome you with open arms to the bone-strewn beaches of the Lake of Fire uh, where, where they vacation and reside. And and they'll tell you it's okay. And it's so important for us as believers to not let our sense of wanting to belong and wanting to have all of the things compel us to follow the marching orders of those who have not yet changed their mind. Uh, to consider, to think, to ponder, uh, the, 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 this word is where we get our word repentance from. You know, it's so important as a Christian that we repent, which means change our mind, but not just change our mind, but to walk it out. Because it's not the, the mind change. It's not the change of, of paradigm shift that, that saves us. It's the blood of Christ that saves us. It's that shifting of our thinking and the following Christ's ways as opposed to the popular ways or our own ways that ensures that our lives will be fruitful, that our lives will be effective, that our lives will have impact and purpose and and glorify God ultimately. And if we don't do that, what a waste. And how guilty are we of being poor stewards of our of our salvation, of our lives, of our time. It's so important for the Christian to with God's help change our mind. And, and keep that mind change, to keep that, that shift. You know, I, I, I do this, I text sometimes while I drive, or, you know, things will come up, and I'll find myself holding my phone in my hand because somebody texts me and I'm driving down the road, and of course I'm okay to text and drive. I know other people shouldn't, but I'm okay to do it because, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'm a seasoned experience. But you know what I think of when I do it? I think of my son sitting there watching me do it, and I think how in two years he's going to be driving his car, Aww. and I have to change my mind on what I do, because although I might get everywhere I get safely and never hit so much as a curb, what happens when he follows what I'm doing? What about the example that I'm I'm not being an effective leader for him. I'm not being an effective example for him. I'm not being a, a, a good light to his path when if he follows me, I give him permission to wreck the car. Then I don't care. Whatever you had to say to me doesn't become as important as my son's health, well-being, and life. So I have to be extra aware because I'm extra accountable. Um, when when the, the John Maxwell calls it the law of the lid, whatever we decide to do with our lives, those who follow after us, we give them permission to fall beneath it. And uh, and that's important. It's it's important that we become aware of that and, and look at the things that might need a, a good mind change. I look at the games I play and I go, man, what happens if I play this game and I feel like, okay, there's nothing wrong with it or... I can filter it out or I'm just, you know, I'm just playing it for this and not really for this. But then somebody says, oh, I saw you were playing this game. That's so much fun. We should play some time. And I go, well, my leadership has just been compromised. My influence has just been compromised. My, my witness, my testimony, whatever you want to call it. Um, we still have to change our mind on things. We still have to be aware of that. Uh, other thoughts or, or input or examples? Um, I mean, I don't know if this is an example. But um, when Deadpool came out, I was really yeah. convicted on whether or not I wanted to see that movie. Me too. And there's people that I know that were Christians that love God, that love nerdy stuff, that are like, "Hey, I'm gonna go." They went and saw the movie. But that you know, teach his own. I like, I like EJ. Like, I love movies. I that's yeah. 
I like I strive to try and see all of the nominated uh, pictures for best picture that you know of the year before. Um, sometimes I have to really really guard myself. There's a website that I like to use uh, that you showed me, Tony, called Plugged In, mm-hmm. which is a Christian based uh, site where they'll give like movie reviews and oh, they wow. will mostly That's you cool. do all of them. Uh, even like the whatever movies come out, even if it's rated R. Rated I, I read their review just because I wanted to see what it was for Sausage Party. Oh no! <laughs> and no, yeah. but what they'll do is they'll break it down to spiritual content, to sexual content, really? to drug content, yeah. to wow. the number of profanities, yeah. to and they'll give it a review based on those things. So I'll go on there and I'll like uh, Deadpool to me just seemed like it was going to be gratuitously everything for gratuitous sake, which I try not not to do that personally. Like there's movies that I watch that. Are R-rated that might have language in it, but it makes sense in the movie. Not that that's okay, but in my own, like, probably more of a, an admittance, like, no, to me, that makes it okay. Like, if it's a war movie, I'm not I'm not going to expect a dude going to get shot, like, oh, shucks, that hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're But saying. if it's, like, Deadpool, like, who is just yeah. gratuitously being inappropriate and gratuitously cussing just for hilarity's sake, then I try to stay away from that. But me thinking of that makes me rethink, like, why is that, why is that not okay, but this okay? Yeah, and the Bible tells us, you know, we're not supposed to put any profane thing before. I'll, I'll kind of expand in my own twist, but our eyes, our ears, we're not supposed to consume that sort of stuff. Mm. And and it, it in this world, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like it's like trying to be a a, a vegan in in the middle of a, a butcher shop. <laughs> it's a tough it's a tough thing, and there's cost to it, and there it's a struggle because it's way easier to get along and. I don't know. And then what happens is we'll sometimes cut like little things like like mm-hmm. to your point, Stephen. Oh, I'm not going to watch this because it's gratuitous, but I'll watch this because it's realistic. And then we go, OK, well, are we doing these things? Are we cutting the easy ones, the obvious ones so that we can feel like we're on some kind of moral high ground? But then we're still allowing these kind of things because the Bible tells us a little leaven leavens the whole loaf. It's a tough thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hey, following Jesus, nobody ever said, follow Jesus. This is the easy way. You know, that, that's why every day we got to take up our cross. Every day we got to die to ourselves. We should be a better reflection of him now than we ever have been before. Uh, instead of using grace, how, how can we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Shall we continue to sin that grace may abound? God forbid. You know, that's so we have to really think about that. Like, are we allowing grace and our, our faith to become passive and, or permissive? Uh, it's a hard thing, man. That's a hard, hard thing to to do to yeah. think about. My, I think my my thing, and I'm not trying to use language as like an example all the time, but that's what I'm using now. Uh, at my job, I work at a Christian establishment, and I'll use that with the air quotes. Um, in its base and its foundation, but mm-hmm. most of the people there aren't Christians, so I'm surrounded by language. I'm surrounded by negativity, so I'm almost numb to it. Uh, and I never really notice language in a movie unless mm. I'm watching it with somebody that I would normally not watch that with. True. So, like, if I'm watching it with somebody or if I go see a movie and it's like, oh, wow, that guy just dropped the F-bomb, when I'm, like, home by myself or I see a movie by myself, it doesn't phase me until me I, I, I kind of feel like, oh, I've never, like, had this experience with the- this person before who lo- who I, I know from a faith-based relationship. One of the saddest moments of my entire life, and I, I mean this without any sort of exaggeration, when I was a, when my son was little, uh, if I would put on any kind of video game that had anything on it, any, I, I remember downloading a demo for something, and it opened up, and the guy dropped, a, we're going to go kick some blanks, and, and I watched my son, you know, I'm sitting on the couch, he's sitting on the recliner, he gets up and he walks into the other room, he walks out, because he's like, I don't want to hear that. Wow. I was so proud because he, he said, I don't want to hear bad language. Yeah. I don't want to hear that at all. I was so proud. The saddest moment of my entire life when he got into middle school, 
I remember there was something came on and the guy just went bleep, bleep, bleep and threw a couple profanity out. And I said, I'm so sorry, son. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that this is on. I'll turn this off. And he goes, whatever. I hear it every day. And my heart broke because for his whole life, he was so self-filtering. He was so like extreme about, I don't want to hear this. And then he got to the point where he goes, well, whatever. It doesn't affect me anymore. I don't ever want to get to the place where the things that I allow into my mind, into my ears, into my heart, prevent it from ever affecting me anymore. Whether it's, you know, death or, or profanity or spiritual things, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, remind, it reminds me of the Bible where it says you need to be uh, in the world but not of the world. Um, and I feel like us as Christians, and maybe in a, not just a nerd culture, but maybe just Christians in the world, period, is we get so immersed in the world because it's normal that we almost get numb to things of the world unless we're in our own Christian bubble. Uh, same, you can even say the same thing with like nerdy culture. You know, now that being a nerd is mainstream, if it ever stops being mainstream, it's going to reverse back to how it was 20 years ago. And we're going to have to just find our own bubbles to fit in anymore and not feel like we can expand on our nerdiness. And I hope that as Christians, we can always use that as a motivation to not not get into a bubble, but to expand expand our, our faith and, our, and expand our witness. Well, the world is never going to like it when we try to live like Jesus lives. The world's never going to be comfortable when we become holy because that immediately makes them uncomfortable. Uh, do you, If you go back and watch you know, The Office... Which in later seasons, there's a character named Angela who, in the in the original part of the show, was portrayed as an aggressively Christian character. She was portrayed as the person. They, I remember they asked her a question. They're like, "If you were stranded on a desert island and you could only have two books, what would you have?" She said, "The Bible and the Purpose Driven Life." And her prudity was played for played as as joke. It was played mm-hmm. as as kind of a comedy thing. And later on in the show, she became like the most morally depraved. I mean horrible character yeah, I even think to like the least likable person just the worst hypocritical terrible person but she started out as the the christian character people that don't that have not changed their minds on thing immediately become uncomfortable immediately become suspect of people that have they think oh you think you're better than me or you're tr- judgmental or you look down on me and really that's not what it is that'd be like hey i'm a fat guy and if you want to go to the gym you're making me feel uncomfortable it's like no just do do your thing you know but i i I think that the world immediately sees that and finds that a relatable thing. Like, oh, Christians, they think they're better than everyone else. So they just, you know, oh, they they don't. What happens when you say, I don't want to watch that? What happens when you say, I don't want to hear that? What happens when you say, I don't want to go there? I don't want to do that thing. I'd rather be transformed by the renewing of my mind than conform to the pattern of this world. The world immediately rejects you, and Jesus said it. He's like, uh, hey, blessed are you when people revile you and say all manner of false things about you for my sake. And they hated me, so they're definitely going to hate definitely you. Definitely going to hate you. Yeah, I, and I've been, like, holding it in. I, I guess I didn't want to be rude and, like, interject, but because it's, it's so intriguing to me because it's almost like there's two— it's almost like maybe within all of our lives. Maybe it's two, maybe it's three different communities, and I keep bringing that word back because— it's almost like, okay, so, you know, you're in the community of the church and in the midst of your brothers and sisters in Christ. And, you know, we can talk about those things. Oh yeah. You know, Oh, you're letting go of hip hop. Yeah, man, I'm doing it too. And it's almost as if we, we have that community to be able to understand it and to kind of walk it out together. Um, but then I think, and I might be even pose this kind of as a question, is it that sometimes us as Christians, we teeter, we teeter totter between, I guess the community that we're supposed to be embarking in, 
whole, holy, like with other Christians and brothers and sisters being in the midst of the world, but not being of it. Hmm. Um, and so we're, we're teetering between understanding that we're supposed to live a life for Christ and trying to be there 100%, but then we might have that one friend or that, like for myself, I just put myself on Front Street. For the longest time, I had a group of friends that I would go and, and drink with, that I would go and, you know, watch movies and they would drop F-bombs and, you know, sex scenes and it would be like, oh, okay, no, nobody's being like, oh, I'm sensitive to that. Like, that's not cool um, at all. And it really wasn't until recently, maybe within the past six months to a year, that I had to make a decision for myself because I know I wanted to get closer to God. And so I personally was teetering between a couple of communities because when I would go and be a part of that community and wanted to be embraced by that group of friends, when I was having some issues, sometimes when I would go back to church or, or the friends that I needed to kind of embark with, with this life for Christ, it, it would be hard to be, I guess, connected with them. Hmm. So I guess the question is almost like a question I'm posing, but at the same time making a statement. It's like, I think a lot of us maybe teeter between these two communities and we want to be a part of it because maybe we have friends or within ourselves we, we, we long to be a part of a, a community that is okay with listening to particular music or is okay with, you know, playing particular video games or we're okay with going to particular places. Um, but then also we, we want the community at church and, when we're there and we're understanding that, man, all my brothers and sisters in Christ, we're trying to live this life for Christ. Hmm. So I don't know. I mean, that's, and for me, it's, there's been a lot of sacrifice yeah. um, with, with letting go of a community, like friends that I had that made me feel complete friends that I had that made me feel happy. Um, and, but understanding that, you know, in the midst through prayer um, and through really, you know, and staying in church and fighting through some, that season of loneliness that even now, I mean, and I'll just share this example for, you know, being even on this podcast as a guest. I mean, I on this is a blessing to me. Like, I've never really had this like and this is community to me and this is real to me as opposed to being at, I don't know, at my friend's house at 1223 listening to music or a movie we're not supposed to watch and taking back, you know, several beers until we're like tipsy or drunk. And it's like, it's, this is that teeter between communities. And, um, I don't know, that's kind of, I just wanted to share that because I'm, I feel maybe there, there might be somebody listening right now that they're in the midst of that. Like they're, they're trying to, they, they want to live for Christ and they're in the midst of community at church, uh, with their brothers and sisters in Christ, but they might have those friends outside of that, that barrier or outside that fence um, that they're also hanging out with that makes them feel like they want to be a part of the world as well. Absolutely. I know that that's a big part of, of Stephen's testimony, too, at the moments when he had to kind of leave behind friends and make a choice, yeah. uh, you know, and and say, hey, I'm going this way and you're not going this way and um, and and make that call. Jackie, I think about you in this situation. I'm, I kind of kind of locked eyes with you while EJ was was sharing. And I think about you during your high school time and you were uh, part of a, a community for you yes. was your band mm -hmm. at, at school, uh, part of marching band. And that was that was really life for you. That was where most of your friends came from, your social interactivity, your sense of belonging. And uh, and that's and that was such a part of uh, a joy for you. Mm -hmm. But you were really growing in your Christian faith at that time. Mm -hmm. And I, I know you and trust you well enough to know that you had to take some hard moral stands mm. during your high school time that probably prevented you from maybe being as popular or uh, getting the accolades or being as included as you might have wanted to be. What was that like? Um, well, I mean, a lot of um, 
a lot of the friends that I had, they would cuss and, um, I mean, talk about doing all these other kind of things. And I was just like, you know, that's not really something I'm into. Um, Did you find that they, they were respectful of that or? Honestly, yeah. Like it was, it was surprising. Like I wasn't expecting to be, um, kind of accepted. Like they would tease me sometimes about it. Um, but I don't think they meant it in like a hurtful kind of way, just as a joking, like, ah, oh, we're friends. So like, yeah, it's, it's Jackie. Like she's the Bible thumper. Like, I think if anything, they may have excluded me from things just to be courteous of my faith and hmm. what it is that, um, like I believe in. Did you ever look back at those moments and, and say, I regret not being included? Not at all. Good. Good for you. I think the, the verse comes to my mind from, from Mark chapter uh, 10 when Jesus is talking to his disciples and Peter says, Peter began to say to him, I love that Peter began to say to him and Jesus is just like, uh, uh, Peter began to say to him, see, we have left all and followed you. So Jesus answered and said, assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake in the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters wow. and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and because this is not an or with Jesus it's an and and in the age to come eternal life and I think that's so wonderful because it's not a when you get to heaven it'll all be okay. Jesus said you'll get it back, yeah. but first you have to let it go. Yeah. And those moments of of feeling left out, those moments of popularity, there's such a blessing in letting go of the things that that are within our comfort zone when we change our mind about things. And um, you know, for me, I was in that era where uh, I've never watched the Harry Potter movies. I, I never read the books. I know that's a big thing for you guys because of the the youthfulness of you. That like that was a big thing when you guys were growing up. For me, it wasn't. I never felt compelled to go back because I just never felt like it clicked and was compatible with my faith. Jackie, I tease you a lot because uh, you and your sisters would watch um, Supernatural. Yeah. And I would say, Jackie, you know, I don't know yeah, how I, I don't I don't know how compatible this one. is with <laughs> yeah. with Christianity. Uh, yeah. But, you know, there's there's things that I've had to make those hard decisions on, too. And sometimes I've made them right. And sometimes I still make them wrong. Um, when we leave those things behind, there's a blessing for making that decision, for getting rid of it. I remember when I was a teenager, I got rid of all of my secular CDs. <laughs> And I did it because because of a girl that I liked. There was a we Christian girl story. that I liked. I thought she was great. And she's like, you shouldn't listen to secular music. So I got, yeah. praise God, I got rid of all of my secular CDs. I sold them at a flea market so I could make enough money to get a keyboard from service merchandise so I could learn how to play piano so wow. I could be a worship pastor. <laughs> so God, 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 God I want you. you to use my musical abilities. God's like, you don't have any musical abilities. Please shut up. And then, and then you've been our stand-in worship pastor how many times? Yeah, I was, I, listen. Uh, I, you asked for this. Glorified karaoke guy. That's the best I can do. But uh, you know what I did? I spent years and years and years after that trying to go back and find all those CDs and recover them or download them because I didn't give them up to honor God. I gave them up to chase a girl. And, and you know, what it was was 
Wow. Another twisted sense of trying to belong in community. Yeah. It was it was never about honoring God. It was just about finding my place, yeah. and that can never be an acceptable substitute. It's and and a lot of people go to church and they do the things they do because that's where they feel like they belong and that's what they want to do. I promise you, if you want to come to church, you're gonna come to church. If you don't yeah. want to come to church, you're not gonna come to church. We only ever do what we want to do. Mm. The real yeah. happening happens when we change our minds so that our minds become like his mind. When we can stop and say, I'm not going to do what I want to do, I'm only going to do what you want to do. That's true repentance, that's true freedom, and that's where true blessings come. Sorry, I just you said that, and I've had a Bible verse open for now that is like almost exactly what you just Hit said. Hit it. It's Galatians 5.17, and it says, For the desires of the flesh mm. are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For those... For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. Yeah. yeah. So I, I pulled that up when EJ was speaking before because in my mind with your whole like trying to go from like what, like the God community to the other community, yeah. it's like in my mind that's like the internal battle between your flesh and your spirit yep. uh, where it's like, like I want to do what God wants to do but my spirit wants to do what I want to do and there's that internal like civil war inside of you. Hey. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, awesome. I feel like we have gotten aggressively spiritual. I know. <laughs> like, it kind of sh- shifted, but I like it. I, I don't mean, know. I feel go. like really convicted right now, guys. <laughs> you, you did mention uh, drowning in the mainstream. So that is true. I got to yeah, yeah. pray, you guys, right now, because, God, you just, I'm just, oh, I'm a bad person. God. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. You know, there's still times I'll catch myself, and, and, and like, I'm doing this for my entertainment, and I feel like I'm trying to get away with something. Mm. And, uh, you know, of course, there's those moments when no one can see us when we yeah. uh, think I can, uh, you know, it, 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 nobody's getting hurt here. And ugh, and that's never, never the truth. Yeah. Well, when I'm in those moments, I, I think uh, sometimes I'll, I'll get convicted. I'll think, you know, technically God is here all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, would it be OK if, if God was here, if Jesus was standing right here? I think would like it be OK if, if he was here? Would I be able to watch it? Even with you, with with pa- I think would Pastor Tony be? Can I watch the good Pastor Tony? And it's like no. And I'm like, sadly, the answer might be yes. <laughs> That's why you're not exactly always. The, no, the, thank you. Good, please. He, he, we're only human. We are only human. Um, but. That's not an excuse. I was uh, I was born only a human. I was reborn as a child of God, mm. filled with His Spirit, speaking with the authority and the power of His Word, and uh, and finding myself in a in a battle that I didn't start, man, but one that that with God's grace I'm going to be there to finish. So, uh, lots of things to think about today. Let's change our mind on some things and uh, let our mind be like His mind. You know, we had a lot of conversation tonight about. Um, about changing your mind, about renewing your mind. And and I want to know what it is out there for our Nerd of God squad, our listeners today. What's something that's been a hard thing for you to change your mind on when you become a Christian? Share your story with us online. We would love to hear your testimony. You can email us uh, at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. Share with us on Facebook or on Twitter. And we would love to hear what God has been doing in your life and some of the great things that uh, that can inspire other people. Uh, story is one of the wonderful ways that God reveals himself to us and one of the ways that we can reveal him to others. Uh, if you share one of your stories, we will pick uh, one of our 
listeners who shares with us online this week and uh, to win something cool from our Nerd of God stash. Tonight, not I the ha- crabs. I, not the crabs. Well, you get our leftover I thought, crabs. I heard a bag and I was like, is, is it, it really going to be a I'm going to send you a bag of dried, salty <laughs> crab snacks. They're savory. You know, tonight we talked a lot about music and, and music being something that drags us down. So I want to uh, I want to put the shout out here for this band. They're called Apologetics. Oh. Apologetics is a great Christian band from uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And what they do is they take songs and they rewrite them very similar to what Weird Al Yankovic does oh, cool. but they rewrite them with deeply spiritual lyrics and uh, they, they do some really really awesome stuff for instance they have uh, from the killers are you going to be my girl it's talking about when they went to find a wife for Isaac are you going to be Ike's girl that's Jet, that's jet. Oh, is it Jet did I, what did I say the killers, killers. Yeah. oh I'm sorry it's very uh, excuse me it's very small text on this thing I'm just making it up as I go along um they have uh, welcome, welcome to the welcome to the jungle. That's a song by uh, ACDC, right? Uh, oh yeah. Welcome to the jungle You're by. Bad 80s fan. That's by Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the jungle by Guns N' Roses. They do welcome to the judges, where they talk about and, and it doesn't welcome sound. Welcome to the judges. Yeah, you got it. Uh, they they do uh, Papa Roach life. Uh, what is it? Life. Uh, I can't read it. Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous? No, Last Resort. And they uh, they change it they change it to Life Restored. Plug my life hey. into Jesus. That's exactly <laughs> it. It's my life restored. Uh, Some snake chop. That's all yeah. I remember. The real, I go into Papa Roach after that. Yeah. The Real Sin Savior, uh, The Story of a Squirrel, Pray Now, It's a Lost yeah, Art. I want that CD. Is Sin Savior and it's the Can I, I'm gonna We did that on a Wednesday night one time. That. I told you to the entire rap. And yeah. in my mind, I felt yes. so bad. I'm drumming to the song. And in my mind, I'm like, I am I can only picture the Eminem lyrics while I'm drumming this. Yeah, but this is a this is a great, it's a two CD set of new and used hits and uh, it's really, really awesome stuff. All of the songs are super scriptural, very funny and, uh, and a great gift for anyone who enjoys good music and good words. So we're going to send this out to you. If you comment on our stuff, email us or post online this week. You can use hashtag change my mind and let us know what God is doing in your life. We'd love to share that with you. If you want to represent the Nerd of God cast, be one of our Nerd of God squad members, you can pick up a t-shirt and your official Nerd of God merchandise online at our store. Click through our Facebook page or visit us at nerdofgodcast.com. Once again, you can find us on all your forms of social media, uh, except for the creepy ones at Nerd of God cast. <laughs> we look forward What's to the creepy ones? Well, you- Tumblr? Tumblr? Tumblr is kind of creepy, man. We well, it depends yeah, on who you follow. Decision never to have a Tumblr. Yeah, well, no, I made that okay, decision. You can have a Tumblr, but you just have to watch who you follow. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't want to watch. For, I just, yeah, I'm just going to explain with that one. to fall into a very bad rabbit hole. <laughs> I, ha- I got a yes. Tumblr a long time ago, and I followed, like, two kids from our youth group because it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this thing. And then I never followed anybody else because I was so brokenhearted. I wasn't one of those two kids. No, I don't think I followed you until years later. Like, six months it was, and uh, uh, oh, what was the girl's name? She's just singing in our in our band. Oh, she was what's her name's cousin? Oh, anyway, not important. No, <laughs> we can talk about that often. And I, yeah, and I looked at, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm a I'm a horrible youth pastor. <laughs> These are my kids, and they're going to hell. Uh, anyway, wow. Uh, so my we, to look at. we got off Tumblr with a swiftness. Uh, yours is all about like supernatural and Doctor no, Who. No, it's not. It is not. <laughs> It is. Uh, I don't. I don't reblog anything that could be a stumbling block. Like if it's supernatural or anything, I don't. I don't. Do I, that. And I will say this: I know that you're. You are. You do your very, very best to be sensitive to that. I definitely respect that and appreciate that about you. Because uh, when you're, you, you never know. You're a leader to somebody, and uh, it's very important that you. 
respond responsibly. So uh, again, repent, renew, return, respond, review, recover, restore, recompense, and uh, that way you don't have to live with with you live without any regret. So that's uh, that's the best I can do tonight. I thought you'd go for another alliteration thing. So it reconcile right know, before I you said. I know. I appreciate you jumping in there. That's the last step. No, we're going with they're all re. Reapture. 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 Yeah. Reapture. Yeah. Reapture. Make sure going. you sign up for the Reapture this year, don't you know? <laughs> Yo, I can't wait to hear those trumpets. It's the do over. <laughs> the do over. <laughs> oh my goodness. Re-apture. I am going to go um I'm going to go gargle with something to get the rest of this crab taste out of my mouth. Uh, to do with some cl- clamato. Thank you. Clamato. Hey! Tomato Ew. juice with a refreshing hint of, of clam. clam. That's Ooh. right. That's the worst. Oh, the, and goodness. they sell that everywhere. My name is Alexander I think, I think people use it to make alcohol, alcoholic beverages with. Yes, it's exactly what it is. Because I'm bloody like a, doing yeah, that right now. Alexander Clamilton. <laughs> So if you can't if you can't say it right, don't say it at all. You are so full of crab right now. <laughs> crab. <laughs> uh, EJ, Velocity how can one, one more time? How uh, how can our listeners find you online? Uh, everything pretty much is official Ness. So uh, official Ness is my Instagram handle, Twitter, and that is N E H S. Yes, official like a referee, and then N E H S like a northeast. Because if school. you say Ness, they're going to end up finding N-E-S. the main character from Earthbound. Yeah, I know. I get that a lot. Or they're like Elliot, like Elliot. Ness. So yeah, official. Elliot, really? People go there? Yeah, they go there with it. Not so. Loch Ness. So it's <laughs> official Ness, official like a referee, and then N-E-H-S, like Northeast High School. That's the Twitter. That's the Instagram. Um, we didn't I mean, really talk about what you do. I mean, you paint superheroes and stormtroopers <laughs> and cool things like that. I mean, it's legit nerdy art. Yeah, it's, it's nerdy art. So check and it I, out. And um, I've seen some of the stuff that you've done. That's There was one that you just did that was it was Spider-Man. It looks like you sold it this week at a, at yeah. a con. And, and there was a scripture verse on there. What yes. was that? What was that verse? It was, oh man, I'm about to pull up my phone, but I believe it's Luke uh, 1248. And it just, it ta- it's pretty much like what he says with great, you know, great power comes great responsibility, but it's just this, the scriptural form. I mean, I could find it real quick, really quick. You did one it, that messed me up that Sonny showed me, which you did like a full DeLorean. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. And I need to find that if you if you have aren't already sold it, you might sell it to me eventually. Yeah, no, that one actually it's been a long time since I made that the DeLorean. I, I sold that about two years ago, that and go. people have been asking me <laughs> uh, to bring those back. <laughs> you earned a whole dollar tonight, Nick. Cha-ching. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring those back. Um, I actually might paint a couple this week for PalmCon. I'll be at PalmCon uh, this weekend coming up. So. All right, we'll go out and see What's him at PalmCon. It's like, at West, like Palm 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 West Palm like, Beach. Like P A L. I've been meaning like pom poms. No, like P A L. It's pomegranate. Juice. Like, it's yeah, a like, West Palm, like West Palm Beach. Uh, so that's a, that's a little shameless plug for it's a, PalmCon. It's a it's a, for people that like to <laughs> for people that like to gel down their hair. It's Palm like pomade. Yeah. yeah, you had way too much hair. No, this is just. Uh, I'm just. Yeah, very good. All right, well, thank you, EJ, for being with us. EJ Nieves, <laughs> that is official guys. NEHS. Yes. Thank you uh, for uh, Stevo Supremo. So long, farewell to you, my friends. Can I beat him up now? Yeah, Jackie, go ahead and throw the thing at him now. Uh, For the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Goodbye. For the twins, Jackie and Jess. See you. Bye. And Nick the Engineer. Goodbye, y'all. My name is Tony T. (laughs) Until next time, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't be afraid to be the nerd that you are. Get out there and do something amazing and find something that you can change your mind on and feel real, real good about. We love you. We thank you. Till then, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. Buenos noches, amigos. Drop the mother out of the box.
That's how they would set it up. I would have gone with I would have gone with the bear in the big wheel house. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. But I grew up with I didn't grow up with out of the box. But I like that. Nick, did you record that? Farewell to you, my goodbye. It's a solid harmony until we meet again. What was the one for Blues Clues? No, no, no. There was, uh, now it's time for so long. But we'll just sing just one more song. Thanks for doing your part. You sure are smart. You know it's me and you and my dog Blue. We can do anything that we want to do. Stop.